Do you like books? Are you too busy to read with your eyes sometimes? Well, if you are, check out Audible. With Audible, you can read with your ears. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash IO panel and sign up for a 30-day free trial and redeem your gift credit for a book of your choice. They've got over 180,000 to choose from, and you can listen on damn near any electronic computing device you can think of. Audible, try it out. What else are you going to do with your life? Dude, there's a hostage situation at a Burger King in Baltimore right now. Firebomb it. Nope, I'll teach some blacks. Flame grilled, am I right? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of IO Panel Podcast. As usual, this week we've got some moderately interesting content that would possibly entertain the likes of Michael Jordan and perhaps even Jim Carrey. Joining me this evening, as usual, is another Michael. How are you doing, Mike? You know, Evan, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Doing pretty damn good. That's good you know, to hear. This weekend has been pretty good. You know, had a few drinks, had a few laughs. Someone is a year older, hopefully oh. a year wiser. Not me. Not you. Um, no. <laughs> I was about to say you're 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 definitely not, you know, wiser. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, other than that, no one died. That you well, plenty of people died, but no one you know died. Uh correct. Fuck all those other jerks. Correct. Exactly. So, yeah, no, doing good. Looking forward to uh, another exciting episode of the IO panel mm-hmm. with you two fine gentlemen. With moderately interesting content, yep. And uh, James is here as well. How are you doing, James? Uh, sure. you, uh, <laughs> here, I see we're, we're at a clothing optional point in our lives here. <laughs> Drinks in hand. Well, very good. That's right. I'm drinking uh, tonight's drink of the evening is Lagash White. Uh, beer brewed with spices. Apparently, that's all it takes it's, these days. It's like Chang. Ingredients. <laughs> Chang. Chang. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't think that's a fucking thing, that is a motherfucking thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we bought some of it. It's a fucking thing. Hilarious. An omelet uh, red powder. Yeah. <laughs> to find that again. Um, no, this is a Belgian white. It's actually pretty good. That's my favorite beer, if anyone wants to know. It's a Belgian white... Uh, uh, brewed with spices <laughs> from Portland, Maine. Allagash White, uh, pretty good stuff. Um, yeah, and I've got some uh, some Sapporo in the refrigerator downstairs, cooling. So cooling, not mm-hmm. chilling. Yeah, and also the Scotch of the evening, which is all no, finished. No Karen. No Karen. Uh, Karen's for next week. Karen Ichiban is for next week, and then week after that it's Asahi. But no, this week was uh. Um, Sapporo, but uh, no, I had uh, for scotch, I had Glenranji La Santa, which I had left at a friend's house and I was able to pick up yesterday. So I brought half a bottle of Asanta back and had a little few hits of that. It's pretty good, pretty good scotch. If you like, fi- if you like the finer things, Glenranji La Santa. Well, you know what kind of scotch I like, James Bud Light, <laughs> Lafroig. Ugh, the motor oil of scotches. <laughs> no, for men and men, for men and women with no throats. 
Glenn Mara- I mean Glenn Morangi. Lafroig is for men. All right. Yeah. I don't know about your Glenn Morangi, you know, but Glenn Morangi is for people with subtle taste buds who taste who taste things like dark chocolate and nutty, spicy, <laughs> wonderfulness. And wood. Lafroig is like is like man. I really like to drink diesel fuel tonight. Oh, thank God I've got some Lafroig in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. It all like a rapper. You're like disgusting. give me that diesel. <laughs> Some, some Shaq Diesel, some Shaq Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal's rap tape, drank right from the from Drake, right from uh, Sha- Shaq's asshole. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that's something sounds... Helmet wouldn't even go near. And if you don't know what Helmet is, you haven't listened to our show enough. Listen to so, last week's episode. Gross. Helmet. Mm-hmm. Helmut Spargel. I don't know his last name. And we the never essence will. of ultimate flavor. LSD and water. <laughs> the main brewer involved in Club Monte. Oh, All right, yeah. let's, <laughs> Sorry. Yes. let's uh let's continue. How are you guys doing? Uh, what's going on? Evan? Hey, uh, are we starting over again? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I had a good week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, had a good week. Went to a pretty pretty good concert last night. Dude, who did you go see? Tell us about the concert. We've already been over it, but uh, I will just mention the headlining band called Periphery. Spectacular live show. If anyone in the uh, D.C. area likes progressive gent metal, uh, you would do very well. Yeah, there's too many subcategories. It's like progressive gent. Whoa. Gent? Like he's a fine gentleman? Like that? Are they well, shaving with like old school razors on the on the stage? Is that what's happening? That's incorrect. That's not what's happening. Are they all wearing flannel and bow ties? No. What's gent metal? Uh, well, first of all, it is spelled D J E N T. Ugh. <laughs> and Mike, wait, is... wait, 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 Michael, what do you think about that? He does not approve. Look at his. Still trying to process it. I know Michael doesn't approve of this. D J E N T. Yes. And it's pronounced what? Gent. The D is silent. Ayo. Uh-huh. Alright, well, whatever. Yeah, go on. It, it is uh, mostly identified as heavy palm muting. Ooh. And, uh... <laughs> is that like I'll a say, sex thing? I'll say short strokes. <laughs> That's definitely a sex <laughs> thing. <laughs> I would not classify gent music as sexy. But uh, I do quite enjoy it. Hmm. I will post a couple of periphery songs in the uh, unrelated slash related song of the week, which I would be surprised if any of you actually know I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you do every week. Okay. Any of you, meaning you, me and James? or You, James, and anyone who listens. Oh, well, I know that you do that. Okay. I know. I, I see every week. When I go to listen to the opening of the show. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I'll put it below the show, so I don't know if people scroll down that far. Mm-hmm. Anyways, very good concert. Um, I will soon post my pictures to Facebook in my Horrible Pictures of Great Shows album. Because Excellent. my camera sucks for a and- little bit. All of Evan's shows are all of Evan's pictures are great, <laughs> so he's full of shit. Like all the pictures he's taken, he should be like fucking doing for Guitar Magazine Weekly or whatever. Um, the pictures are really good. They're, they're okay. I, I've considered buying 
an unlocked Nokia Lumia 1020 uh, just for the camera. The camera's so excellent. The shows. Well, if we believe marketing, the uh, latest Galaxy whatever whatever uh, supposedly does very well in low light. Is it a 41 megapixel Carl Zeiss lens camera on Jesus a cell phone? Christ. You know, it might be. No, <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> we'll investigate. <laughs> okay, so before we go further down the rabbit hole here, I'm watching a video now called Gent versus Shred. Mm-hmm. And from what I can see, it's not whatever the word gent makes you think it is. It seems like gent is more logical. It's just like rhythm and and like guitar when necessary. I don't know. I can't explain it. But it's not uh, it's not a bad the, thing. It's a good thing. It sounds it seems like a very good thing. With the heavy palm muting, people I think it people started calling it that, uh, and it may have actually been pioneered by Misha Mansoor of the band Periphery, who I saw, because if you just listen to it, it kind of sounds like a gent 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 sound pattern. Yeah, it's funny. Now that you say that, the guy who's playing this is like dun da da dun da da dun da da dun. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's what it actually seems like. So it's like guitar, 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 and it's not like a constant flow like shred. It's like it's like bam 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 Yeah, heavy palm muting and short strokes. Yeah, so not sexual guys, that wraps up. <laughs> uh, Guitar yeah, of the month. Episode. Let's get out good of here. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. But I, I really like periphery. I don't know if they're going to be in your area, James and Mike. Mike, I know it's not really your kind of music, but you might still enjoy their live show. Um, but they would probably be at the Fillmore or maybe up in uh, Ramshead or what's that other one? Up in Baltimore, that's outside, but really weird. So they're a big, they're a pretty big band because there's a, there's a thing here called per, per, periphery gent style. Mm-hmm. So they're they're pretty big, I guess. So he must have, yeah, he must have innovated this style. They they're gonna be in Baltimore at the Baltimore Sound Stage. It's a gent yeah. periphery tesseract style. <laughs> tesseract. Tesseract style. is also a fucking fantastic band who I would love to see live. We can have a whole music podcast. I actually wouldn't. I mind think we that. have to do that. I think we have to do it. I would try to convince you uh, as to why what I listen to is superior, and then I will ignore your perspectives. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> That's fine. Done. Um. Oh, quick question, Mike. What'd you do with that CD? Which one? The one I gave you. Is it on your desk that somewhere? Thing I th- that thing I sent you. It is, is it in a safe spi- safe space? It is nearby. Okay. Why do you ask? I just want to make sure that you protect it. Yes. Like I will protect my mustard bottle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Evan's uh, new thing now is getting autographs. So. Trying to. He got me uh, the autographs of uh, Local H, the two. The two original members, and then also the one newer member of the band. Um, yep. you, so I got you, all three of those. I think you would be hard pressed to find other memorabilia such as that that was not gotten on this tour. Mm-hmm. And who knows if they'll ever do it again? Yeah, I was surprised when you told me the original uh, drummer was going to be there. That's uh, that's interesting. You mm-hmm. must need money. 
<laughs> is that so, racist? You know. Just because he's black, he must need money? No, it's because he's a drummer. Okay. <laughs> Drummers need money. No, Drummers are the, are the nobodies of the band. <laughs> <laughs> the Def Leppard guys set the marks, set the bar so high that just every band, unless you have like no arms and legs... And you are the mind quad. You cannot fucking be a, be a legit drummer. Mind quad. <laughs> Referee uh, tonight cool. featuring mind quad. <laughs> that would be awesome. Would be awesome. Moving on to some actual some uh, some news from the old mother country of Russia. Mm. Um, James's favorite. That's right. Yes. Ivanovich. CCCP. Ivanovich Nilanovich. It's horrible. Okay, let's go, Ivan. Yes, it is. Okay. One 12 year old boy and 2,000 plus reindeer have succumbed to anthrax recently. The reindeer. This is due to an extraordinary heat wave that hit Siberia. Unusually hot weather. Up to 95 degrees Fahrenheit has led to some melting of the permafrost layer, which is the frozen soil and organic matter and ice. That's where they find a lot of mammoth uh, carcasses and bones and tusks some and fur and all that. Steaks, man. You can buy mammoth steaks from there now. That's really weird. That's... Can you? James, Absolutely. Is that a lie? It's not a lie at all. You can go to this place in Siberia where they, where they bring up the mammoths and you can have them at fucking mammoth steak. An aged piece of fucking like million year old meat, and fucking dine on the fucking flesh of the fucking mammoth. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say and fucking die from it. <laughs> no, no. All growling aside, yeah, you can actually go have mammoth meat in Siberia. It's pretty interesting, actually. That's somewhat tempting, but I I would totally go I don't do think it. I'll do that. I might take a, a taste. But anyways, so uh, about 75 years ago, there was a large-scale anthrax infection among the reindeer population in that area. So a bunch of their their dead bodies were trapped in the permafrost, which, as we just said, is now thawing. Um, The Russian government has pledged about $1.3 million to... um, test to go around and help the uh, the nomads in the region, the reindeer farmers uh, test and vaccinate any potentially affected uh, animals the The boy who died ended up he, he died because he ate the meat of one of the infected animals, but not you know, probably not the 75 year old dead one but, you know, maybe um, one of those animals was like nibbling on that one or got too close and was sniffing it so the the spores got into their system and he ate that one so anyways um anthrax while it can be treated in hospitals with you know various uh levels of antibiotics it's still quite dangerous but i'm interested in what else is in the permafrost and under the ice that might appear after you know several hundred years and be like, oh shit, the the bubonic plague is back. <laughs> Guess who's Bazak? Yeah, <laughs> great, <laughs> great. 
Yeah, we'll we'll never know until it's too late. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Because we are not, none of us are on the save list for sure. Yeah. Oh, we're not. They're not going to roll up here in Hummers or Humvees. No. Be like, you need to come with us right <laughs> away. That's not going to happen. No, it's not. Yeah. Even though I'm sure any of us would jump at that opportunity. Like, no questions asked. Sir, get in the Hummer. You're coming with us. Done. Yep. Like what? Not what about my parents? What about my friends? That wouldn't no, even no, be no, said. No. Let's go. Like, let's go. Out. Hit the gas. You're wasting time. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I totally live in Cheyenne Mountain. Oh yeah, with the star. I like MRE. Crystal Peak. Yeah, they're good. Crystal Peak, man. Save my seed for What's the rebirth. That? That's uh. Is it the actual Cheyenne Mountain? That's the code name for the. It's NORAD for the, the military Balkan? facility within that mountain. Isn't that NORAD? The military facility, facility within the military facility within that mountain. No, that's NORAD. Crystal Peak is NORAD's, the Crystal Palace, or whatever. Oh, Crystal that's Palace. NORAD's I'm sorry. facility okay. that's in whatever mountain it's in. It's not in Cheyenne Mountain though. Isn't that that's not Cheyenne no, Mountain? Cheyenne Mountain's something different. That's that's a oh. defunct. Whatever. That's why you always. That's why I can be in TV shows and shit. I don't think oh. the Air Force uses that. That used to be uh, 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 what's it called? Some Air Force. Let's say Sax Sax Base. Some Air Command. It's strategic it's Air Command. Saskatchewan Air Command. Strategic Central. Air Command. <laughs> Saskatchewan. <laughs> you and I both know Saskatchewan's uh, military might is uh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, two, like two two biplanes or something. Okay, so. it's all biplane based. Couple of crop dusters. Whoa. Yeah, probably one of those planes with the pontoons. Oh, you know, jeez, fucking Saskatchewanians. <laughs> okay. Name your favorite city in Saskatchewan, Ugh. James. Uh, Cumberland. Cumberland. You're missing. You're missing a great opportunity here, James. I don't know, dude. Sasquatch, Yellowknife. Oh, Yellowknife! My favorite Canadian place where Michael's parents are not from, but I always say they are from. <laughs> Fucking Yellowknife. You're right, Yellowknife. God damn. God damn. I missed out. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, I fucked up. That's not a. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's way. It's way more north. Damn it, Yellowknife. In Nunavut. It's what way more north. It's me? in, it's in the Northwest <laughs> Territories, which consists of the Northwest Territories. <laughs> That's what it's called. A big open place where people okay. go to die. <laughs> so it's plural, where but bears it's one can thing. Rape men. Yes. <laughs> without without Excellent. cause. It's plural, but it's one thing exactly. Because there's that, there's Nunavut, and there's um, the Yukon. Oh boy, the mm-hmm. Yukon. Those are the three territories That's a place of Canada. To die. The fucking Yukon, man. Yeah, probably. I feel like we need to take like an ice vacation. You know, we go to the Yukon, we go ice fishing, we go bear chasing, we take a fucking <laughs> plane somewhere. <laughs> Bear yeah, chasing that's a thing, man. People, the fucking Canadians do that all the time. They're like, "Oh, yeah, let's go bear chasing there, mate." That's the only man. the only ice vacation I'm interested in going on is to Iceland, so we can go to Reykjavik. That's on my list for next year, my man. 
Weren't we supposed to go on the Mongolian Express? Uh, we were, actually. Or whatever the Trans Siberian Siberian Railway Orchestra? The Trans Siberian Orchestra? Yeah, not, <laughs> no, we're not going to ride on the, <laughs> ride to, on the back we're of the school player. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that'd be, uh, that'd be interesting. Nature into itself. That's yes, on it our would. list. Maybe we'll record. We'll do a. We'll do a, a, a live show from the Trans Siberian Railway. Mm-hmm. Um, when we go in the year twenty thirty seven. When it's a hover train. That's right. That's right. Or we'll just go via over VR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, oh, speaking of that, listen? I I downloaded and installed Train Simulator twenty sixteen. Oh, that has all kinds of, you know, routes on it. So, that might be in there. I don't do, know. I'll have to you see. Do what everyone, anyone will do with Train Simulator, which is like blow a bunch of trains. Uh, I have the not. Casey no. Ryback, blah blah blah. <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish that was one of the like missions or something. It's like under siege two. I'd be like, what? Yes. <laughs> like yes. Download the Broken Arrow mission pack. Mm-hmm. That there too. Yeah, man. It's like you call up the Grazier satellite or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. I feel like I'm sure someone's made it. I'm sure someone's made some like ghetto version of that for fucking that game. Probably. All right, so let's find our way back to. Uh, let's get back well, on track. Satellites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shooter. Booyah. Ending on a high note. <laughs> so, Evan, what's this? Private yeah. moon landings? What is yeah. this? So, the uh, there's a company based out of Florida called Moon Express. Very creative. Yeah, I heard about this. They, uh, I think they missed out on the opportunity to entertain nerds and call it Planet Express. But perhaps there were lawsuits involved with that. Hmm. Anyways, they submitted an application to be the... Uh, the first privately funded uh, moon landing. Uh, it's going to be robotic moon landing at first, but they'll probably send people out there later. So this is what was interesting to me. They submitted an application to the FAA, which like, why, why would you, yeah, they, they got approval. Yeah. So it went from the FAA to go to the moon, right? Went from the FAA to the state department, to the DOD, to NASA, to NOAA, and uh-huh. even to the uh, Federal Communications Commission. What? <laughs> and and the, yeah, I was like, "We're going to ATF next." <laughs> hey yeah, man, so you know they, those rocket, those propellants, man. Those are explosives. That's right. Yeah. So they they got approval, and it probably. What does has the Coast Guard to have to say their, about this? Their, yeah. <laughs> What's the uh, the the NOAA That's force, right. Mike? What are they called? NOAA Corps. The Noah, Noah Force. Their na- the Noah, Noah Corps? Yeah, Noah Corps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they got to sign off on it. So That's right. Or else they're going to drop out of the ceiling, you know. And... Throw their blue berets on. <laughs> <laughs> so the company designed a uh, robot called the MX-1, which is actually quite s- small. Um, it seems to be, you know, the half, say half the size of an old Volkswagen Beetle or something. Um, but they... I thought you were going to say half the size of an old Buick Century. <laughs> no. <laughs> half so the size of a normal double-sized space shuttle. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
They're uh, they're attempting to claim the Google Lunar X Prize, which could total up to, up to thirty million dollars. It is for uh, any company who can land on the moon and then relaunch to mm-hmm. at least uh, I think it's just a little under eleven hundred feet mm-hmm. can get a top prize of twenty What's the million dollars. Then. Uh, who knows mining on the moon eventually i don't know but uh further into the video there is mention of resources so while a lot of the uh like um asteroids and little meteor meteorites and stuff that head towards earth get burned up in the atmosphere or you know burned down to such unusable levels so the moon does not have such a protective barrier so anything that hits it is still there, most likely, or most of it. So there's a theory that there could be an incredible amount of platinum on the moon. So in the future, it will most certainly be mined for resources. Hmm. Yeah, but right now, this is... They're aiming for the end of 2017 for launch. Um, but yeah, it could be... You know, this is definitely not the first that we've heard of private space travel. Um, so it's all it's all coming together now. Interesting. Okay. I wouldn't mind going to the moon. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. As long as it wouldn't. You know, be here's crowded. the thing about the moon, right? Dude, all you gotta do is get there, and then anybody who gets there, you fucking say get fucked. That's it. You know, all you do, you invest all your money in a Gatling gun. That can be on there that you can control from space, or that fires on anything, and then you just land it there, and then just droves around shooting shit. And anybody comes, come, you just fucking blast them, dude. You just fucking get wrecked, b. You know the moon's mine, motherfucker. You know. Yeah, fifty cal sniper rifle. That's right. Click, click. That's all you need. Just put put, put one hole in exactly. whatever's coming That's it. at you. You, know, you give it fucking thousand rounds of ammunition. You're good for like twenty years. You know, and within that twenty year time period. You have to get there to build your fucking inflatable space base. Do guns Absolutely. fire in space? Okay, so it doesn't need like everything is con- uh, contained the, within the, the, the casing, yeah. shell. It doesn't need extra nah, oxygen to burn yeah. or anything. It shouldn't. You might have to build a special. Can you imagine how far the bullet oh, would dude, go? Yeah, you'd fucking wreck like a house on China. You shoot your first fucking. <laughs> Fucking house in China would explode. <laughs> Booze. Oh, God, what happened? He's like, oh, Moon Express shot their first satellite out of this fucking sky on the moon. You get like 30,000 bonus sniper points That'd in Battlefield. Awesome. No, look. Okay, real talk. Okay. I have a lot of questions. One, why does yep, Google care about this? Um, I get it that they're trying to inspire people to go to the moon. And I just watched, like, a half of their video, the Moon Express video, which uses Alex, whoever's fucking, I feel like I've had to love mm-hmm. you, which is, like, the Microsoft song, as far as I'm concerned. Um, they use that song in their video. Um, and anyway, so I feel like, you know, he says in the video, the first trillionaires will come from space. He's totally right. I've been saying this for years, like, space is the next frontier. Um the question is, like, someone's going to have to come out with a kit on GitHub, like, here's how you build your own rocket, you know what I mean? But once that mm-hmm. happens, and I think it's going to happen in our lifetime, yeah, people will go to space and they'll have ideas and that'll be all she wrote. 
Um, I feel like if I was going to do this, though, I wouldn't be like, let's go to the moon and land a fucking thing and meet Google's minimum requirements. $30 million isn't going to be enough to do anything over there. If you $30 million is just the ride. It's just a taxi ride into fucking the uh, in, into orbit. So mm-hmm. why not fucking make whatever you send do way more? Like, it goes there. It, like, sets up a satellite dish. It, like, there's a rover pops out of it. It starts taking core samples. Like, it, it, it needs to do a bunch of shit. You know, and then you have some other little fucking thing that shoots out in the space and meets Google's minimum requirements, so you get their money. But dude, fuck that, because dude, helium three alone on on the moon and all the other space based shit that we're gonna be able to do, I mean, forget about it. It's it's fucking dude, forget about it. Like I'm ready, man. Let's go. Sign me up, man. Fuck the fucking Siberian Transnational Railway, fuck going to Canada, fuck fucking bear chasing. Okay. <laughs> take take me to the fucking moon, yo, I'm ready. No, fuck that yeah, ice fuck vacation. That ice vacation. I'm ready for yeah, a moon no, dust also, vacation. I'm be like this, don't. snorting moon dust. They're gonna call me dusty yeah, to your death. <laughs> yeah, gross. Dusty because yeah, I love moon dust. Don't go to Florida asking to chase any bears. <laughs> <things. laughs> Is that like a gay thing? Or yeah. <laughs> it is a gay thing. Good to know. But yeah. you don't ask to chase any bears, Mike. You don't. You don't see, do that either. But, yeah, see, I'll try not to chase bears. But look, but seriously, <laughs> I think that like we could be at the moon already. You're the only bear uh, for me, James. So that's what I was thought. That's what I was referring to, my man. <laughs> um, but, but so I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know why the prize is thirty million dollars. It seems like a drop in the bucket for Google. It seems. I don't low. know what they could get out of it other than potentially. A foothold for um, faster communication between Earth and Mars. They use it as like uh, an amplification station or something. But I mean, people do, companies participate in DARPA, and isn't the DARPA prize like $1 million? Yeah, but $30 million is not that much. For what for what they're asking you to do, like, uh, put it this way, for all the things that you could build in space right now, or put in space right now... This is like, it's like, oh, we want to prove that you can do what we did in 1973 or whatever, whenever we went to the moon and took off the first time. I mean, you got to remember, we yep. sent men there, they landed, and then took back off after a couple of days. So That's what you yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. So, it was all on a sound stage in California. Assuming it was real, <laughs> assuming it actually happened, then, you know, what they're offering is like chump change. They're, they're offering... A lot of money for stuff that has already happened almost, you know, 50 years ago. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, but how much did it cost? Of course, yeah, sure. But how much do you think it's going to cost these guys? How are they getting into fucking orbit? The most expensive thing is getting out of the fucking, getting out of, getting out of our gravity well. I mean, India sent a satellite to Mars for $75 million, I think. Yeah, exactly. $75 million. So yeah. how much is it going to cost these it's guys to go there? It doesn't. It's not going to be worth it for them in the back end. It's not like rides on Falcon on Falcon uh, on Falcon rockets. Oh, it's not like it's going to cost them two yeah. million, and they're like, exactly. all right, we're going to yeah, clean exactly. Up. They're not making any money on this. You know, they need to go there. Whatever they send right now, like the thing is, every time you send something in the space, it has to be fully optimized. Like you've got to be getting a lot back, and I just don't see the value in doing what they're doing. 
like if I was a private company and I was like, we're going to compete in this Google prize, I would send something to space that it could at least say, hey, there's fucking diamonds everywhere on the fucking moon, you know, or like another thing that this book that I'm going to tell you guys about later, they talk about, which I kind of Googled and I was like, oh, it's actually true. They're like, yeah, we can make fucking industrial diamonds in space like for nothing, you know, it's like super easy. Mm-hmm. So like they're talking about that and how that the, the possible jump that would take us into like the next age of like the ability to make things that we couldn't make now with diamonds um, or whatever. So I'm just like thinking to myself, there's so much they could be doing that they're not doing. I don't understand. Like why compete in this stupid prize? They already ha- they obviously have a bunch of money to send a fucking thing to the moon, which nobody's done in a very long time. So mm-hmm. I can't answer that. Um, but I do have a question. Do you know if there's a difference between industrial diamonds and I will call them vanity yeah, industrial diamonds? industrial diamonds are all milky and look like shit and you wouldn't want to wear one. Okay, so same. They're just, they're not attractive. But they're, they're fucking not hard as a motherfucker or and, you know, they're, they have all the okay. qualities of diamonds, just not they beautiful. Use them for, well, they use them yeah, for cutting exactly. and shit, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like when you, you know, you know, they have, like, blades with diamonds on them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, one of one of the other questions I had, and uh, one that Mike mentioned earlier as we were discussing the story, uh, basically, who has permission to regulate the moon? There's, there's a treaty that, um, yeah, there's Is no... It? Okay, so the U.S. doesn't really have permission to fucking... No country has permission over the fucking moon. But there's a treaty that says countries can't build space-based whatevers. Like, no country can claim the moon or the this or the that, you know? And I think the... Uh, Michael you Michael told me about this, like, a million years ago. So Michael probably knows more about it than I do. Or he can, like, look it up and find the Wikipedia article he read the first thing from. But there's a treaty that talks about this whole thing, you know? So, um, they can't... But not every country in the world no. signed it. Like, what if Somalia... Puts up a fucking no, movies. and the thing is, who gives a fuck? Like, what is the what are they gonna do if you launch a fucking thing in your SpaceX and they're like, and then like you get a call from the State Department like, yo, B, we thought that this was just a satellite, and now you're fucking trucking off to the moon and there's people in it. You'd be like, oh my bad, dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, what are they gonna do? Oh, We're they- sitting the space core after you. No, that's not gonna happen. They're not doing anything. You know, get wrecked. Maybe they don't want anyone up there because they know the truth. No thing is space. Correct. The moon is a flashlight projection <laughs> from through your through your bedroom window, um, and it's full of aliens, and they don't want us to know. The moon is alien territory. The Earth is alien territory. We're just allowed to be here, aren't we all well, aliens? Let's fucking, huh? Let's fucking kick the status quo, the bees net, the bees, the bees hive of status quo over, and let's all get stung and then move forward. That's how I say. Yep. Basically, so there's a there is something called the Outer Space Treaty, and it uh, bars countries from placing weapons of mass destruction in orbit in orbit, or installing them on the moon or any other celestial body or otherwise putting so them in space. Basically, this is a fucking treaty written by people who didn't understand that we live in the Sol system. And 
there's other celestial bodies all over the place. And it's this very vague, like kind of random, weird fucking treaty that honestly, I feel like we could just ignore, you know what I mean? Like, like let, when was it drafted? Yeah. The late sixties. So they They're like, what's the internet? Okay. It's a series of tubes. They have no idea. But I wonder if they can keep it applicable now by reclassifying any spaceship as a potential weapon of mass destruction because if it came plummeting back through the atmosphere and destroyed a small township, to. you'd be like... They'd try yeah. to, but what are they going to do, dude? They're going to fucking go arrest your mom? You're in space, dog! You and me, we're in space, pimp! Who cares what they fucking say? <laughs> are they going to arrest our, our parents? Arrest our, arrest whatever? Who Let them arrest them. They know what's up. They'll do fucking. They'll do the time. They'll do the time. My mom will do time for me. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> uh, what now? My yeah, mom made no snitch. snitch. She'll do the time for me, man. She'll do it and like it. She'll run that yard. So. It's like she can do a dime it's... standing on her head, man. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, that's great. Speaking so. of, of doing time, uh, last night I was at a restaurant and in the bathroom. So this place, you know, their whole thing is beer and wine, right? <laughs> and I was in the bathroom last night and they have a poster there from some brewery in Washington State. And it said the brewery was in Walla Walla, Washington. Yep. And Walla Walla, there's a prison there. There you go. What a Excellent. story. A mm-hmm. tale told by what a, a wordsmith. That's Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was going a different direction, but yeah, I'll take it. I, I, too, thought it was about okay. pooping. <laughs> and now pooping is yeah. doing fine. See? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I oh, thought, too. Prison had to do with that. What's wrong oh, with you? I thought you were talking about taking a, a crazy yeah. long shit or something. I was in there for two hours. Oh, like doing, doing time. time? Okay. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> we know you too well. Indeed. All right. So, Evan, this yes. next one is uh, mighty interesting. It's a doozy. Mm-hmm. You could, you could say that. Um, a businessman in conjunction with a an escort site in the UK, are uh, attempting to open a fellatio cafe coffee shop in London. So, customers will... Uh, they'll serve coffee, of course, some pastries, perhaps some other snacks, and uh, you will be able to order a blowjob from an escort while you're enjoying your drink and meal. The initial base charge is 50 pounds. Uh, and if you, I think, I don't remember seeing a time limit, but they, they said if your session goes quote-unquote long, an additional 10 pounds will be charged for every 15 minutes. So maybe it's maybe it's 15 minutes, maybe it's half an hour. Either way, with the current exchange rate, uh, it sounds pretty reasonable. So... The way they're doing this is getting around the, the the legal loopholes or the legality of the whole thing is in Great Britain, prostitution is legal, but running a brothel is not. 
So I guess as much as uh, in some areas where there are limitations on like being a, a food or a street vendor, they might say, here, buy this bottle of water for $7 and I'll throw in a free hot dog. So buy these this coffee and pastry for 50 pounds and we'll throw in a blowjob. I don't know how the finances work out, but lawyers are on it and they're setting everything up properly. So in, I believe it was Germany, um, I could be wrong, There recently there was a naked restaurant that was set up and they almost immediately had a waiting list of 50,000 people. So there was some comments on potential success of this air of this uh, fellatio cafe. So it's supposed to be. I mean, that would be overwhelming for the location that they've scouted out, which is conveniently uh, in a very populated place of London with a lot of hotels and business travelers. Good, good idea. Um, so it's going to be about 150 square meters. Which, Mike, what's the conversion on that? What? <laughs> say 500 square feet 25 by 25 oh, something boy. like that 150 square meters yeah doing some calculations here folks it's 1600 square feet wow it's a big space okay so what's that it's 40 by 40 that's, that's you and your private you know, like a small restaurant it's like a cafe it's like a starbucks yeah they said so, it's gonna be like a starbucks right yeah basically. so um, there was a comment on the, the seating, as perhaps fellatio might be traditionally a private matter. Not so much here. It will be cafe seating with tables and a couple of booths for the quote-unquote shy guys. So, if you would like a public blowjob for roughly $70 and also enjoy a pastry and coffee, the then a trip to London... Might soon be up your alley. <laughs> That's too much money for. Or you could just go to Amsterdam and fucking do yeah, what you exactly. Want. That's too much money for a fucking knobber, dude. It's way too much money. And who wants a fucking blowjob hey, with some fucking some fucking body looking at you? Some guys are staring you in the eyes. So you get your dick sucked. <laughs> He's like, are you enjoying it? You're like, that's their thing. Christ, don't fucking look at me. <laughs> well, you could request a booth then. But with the whole Brexit situation, the exchange rate might even continue to get better. I think the the pound is about equal to the euro now. Like well, one it lowered the exchange ish. rate pretty drastically, also quite recently. Mm-hmm. So there's potential here, James. Dude, I don't need a blowjob that bad. Then I need to go fucking. <laughs> you don't want to spend eleven hundred dollars on a round trip ticket. Get your passport hassled. Fucking. Go to this place, drink some awful coffee, get a blowjob, and then drink some live to tell about fucking it. Fucking dehydrated Folgers, just to get a woman <laughs> who says "Hello, governor," to fucking suck your cock, to polish your knob. I'll pass, thanks. <laughs> Although, I mean, it's the it's brought to you by what Bum Bum Picks, which is a an escort. It's basically the 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 British version of Arrow's Guide. If anybody knows what Arrow's Guide is. It's a, mm-hmm. a give us a rundown. It's, a, it's an escort website. It helps you. It's like okay. Craigslist for escorts, basically. Um, okay. So, Arrows guy. But it's not like, like uh, it's not like Favorites. Backpages. If anybody knows what Backpages is not, it's not like Backpages, which actually Backpages is a 
is the Craigslist for escorts. Uh, Arrow's Guide. That is true. Arrow's Guide is actually like a legit, like nice. Last time I looked at it a million years ago, it was a nice quality website for escorts to like. Oh, I'm for in calls or out calls, and I, we have this model or that model or whatever. So that's what that site was. Um, How many roses per hour? Yeah, did they ask that on there? Is that the thing? That I don't thing? know. They might, I've never been they on might, there. I don't. They might do that. I don't think they do that on that site. I think on that site they just say uh, it's three hundred and fifty dollars, but it's you know, oh, only for dinner, you know. <laughs> I mean, but you know, come on, mm-hmm. or it's like in call. You know, um, but it, at any rate, yeah. that's what Bum Picks is. So it's brought to you by Bum Picks. So I guess it doesn't make sense. I guess it makes sense that they're doing this, but uh, Bum Picks sounds like something else. Yeah, it does. Actually, I clicked on it thinking, <laughs> oh, it's a pretty a prostitution site for hobos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, are, could be are that. You looking for two men to fuck in your fucking deulados? Well, here <laughs> I was thinking of uh, something else, but you know, whatever. What were you? Th- what, that, that, what were you thinking of, Michael? Let's see. Anything. Like pictures, pictures of, of one's bum. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, okay, that's reasonable. Um, but no, that's fine. I, I like yes. I like the Davulanos thing as well. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am a fan of that model of Um But yeah, so it, <laughs> and I like for it to be violated Ugh. sexually. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, what was that? What was that fucking from? TV show the or movie? It's like the, we're gonna have sex in the back of your car. The league, yeah, they had the two bums fucking. Well, wasn't it that? It was also the movie with Will Ferrell. That was it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the other guys. Mm-hmm. Oh the yeah. Will Ferrell's Prius. Yeah, that's right. They fucked. <laughs> like we're gonna fuck in your car. He's like, no, please don't. It's gonna happen. <laughs> that's right. Was it like Sly and the guys or some shit like that? Or yeah, something or like was that. that in- was that in the TV show? I don't no, know. no, no. That, that was that's from the league. Yeah, that, I mean that's from that from the other guys in the league. They were just fucking. It's like Ralphie and a couple bums were like just fucking in the back of someone's car. Uh, it's pretty horrible. Um, wasn't Dirty Ralph or whatever? Yeah, yeah, not Ralphie. Dirty Ralph. Yeah. No, no. What's his name? Dave Keckner. No, no, no. <laughs> no, there's um. No, I'm, ta- El, I'm talking El about Culado, Dirty El Cuyado. The guy, the guy who comes on the show like once, once a season, yeah. who's like a porn producer. Dirty Ran- oh, Dirty Randy. Dirty Randy. Yeah. No, okay. no, Dirty Randy. That's uh, he's actually famous. It's Jeff Rogan. That's uh, Jeff Rogan Gogan. Seth Rogan. Seth Rogan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's no, is it Seth Rogan? It's Seth Rogan. That's him. Is that his name? Yeah, he's a good Jew. Good Jewish guy. How do you know he's a good Jewish Come on, guy? Man, get the fuck out of here! Are you stupid. <laughs> he could be a bad Jewish guy. He's, he's probably that, but I mean, he's definitely one of the chosen. He might be a bad Jew, but he's a good guy. Yeah, he's, he's one of the chosen. Okay. I enjoy his comedy and his weed-induced hilarity. It's funny. His Jew comedy? No, it's comedy of my people. <laughs> uh huh. All right. So that's all I have to say about that. Other than uh, legalize and regulate prostitution, and everyone will be uh, for the everything will be actually. For the yeah, I think that's totally fine. Um, Evan, did you get to go to uh, um, what's call it when you were over in Europe? Uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, I was there for a week. Okay, yeah. So I went there for I was there for a night, and of course, prostitution is legalized, regulated. It works. 
Mm-hmm. Works no problem there, you know? Like, if they legalized and regulated it, life would be fucking sweet. Things would be great. It'd be I mean, it's the, the same girls, in Germany, too. The, like, no pimps. Yeah, absolutely. In Germany, absolutely. It's wonderful. It's great. You know, I'd not take advantage of any of the services there, but it was Allegedly. Fun. I, no, not allegedly. I did not. <laughs> but, uh... I, I, like, I, I allegedly have not taken part in the services. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but there's... I, I would say in most countries in Europe, prostitution is legal. Whether they're, I mean, much like England, whether they're brothels or not is could be a different story. But the act itself is legal, I believe. Why, why wouldn't a brothel be legal? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they think it would encourage exploitation. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Human trafficking reasons. That actually makes sense. Yeah, maybe. So. Mm. We'll go live now to our human trafficking expert, Mike. Give us the rundown. Thank you, Evan. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Like you said, I think I think you're right. It's probably just maybe they think there'd be pimps or something, you know. Yeah. Taking taking advantage. I don't know. No idea. Um, yeah, we also taken. Correct. Uh, I'm kind of surprised it's legal, but I guess I shouldn't be. It's like Europe or something, you know. I mean, it should. I be, mean, it's honestly, it should a be good. It is. A I good. didn't say it was good or not good. I'm just surprised. That's all. No, but no, it, I said it's it, a good. It, okay, it, it's a good thing. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. I, I really do. Because here's the thing, right? You have people. No comment. Who, you have people who aren't having sex. And what's happening is you have this fucking group of people, and it's not everybody. I mean, some people are just going to be do bad stuff, but you have a group of people who aren't getting laid, you know, who want to get laid, and you can't just. It's hard to get laid. Like, it's having sex is fuck. If you're a dude, it's hard. Okay, so within that group, in that within that group of people who aren't having regular sex, there's a subcategory of people who are like fucking monsters, you know, and they're like. You know what? I know the alternative to this fucking not getting laid thing. Rape. You know? And so, whatever. And they justify it by being monsters and they do whatever. I'm not saying that having regular sex would have been made it okay for them to not do that, but I'm just saying that maybe there's a percentage of people out there who would not turn to that if they just had the opportunity to legally have access to women who who had no problem having sex for money, um, who were legitimately taken care of, and these guys didn't feel demonized for doing it. Like a lot of like, but honestly, before I met Michael and even Evan, I didn't know there's people out there who wouldn't do stuff because the government made it illegal. You know, I remember time trying to talk these guys into like, into like casual, casual drug use. And they were like, nah, marijuana's <laughs> illegal. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, who cares if it's illegal, but there's people out there who like won't do things because it's illegal. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I think that uh, brothels or not brothels, but, you know, even brothels, depending on how they're they're executed, brothels and prostitution being legal is fine. I I know there's a lot of women out there who would have sex for money, and I don't have a problem with them doing it as long as they're not being abused or mistreated. So, Well said. Whatever my government tells me is okay, I believe. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people like that who feel that way, though. Mike, are you asleep? No. <laughs> Your no. head was down. I was just, just had to ask. 
looking at my phone, waiting for James' rant to be over. Okay. It wasn't really a rant, just uh It's okay. Know. It's okay. It's all okay. We're okay, going James, to be... I don't know what you're doing. But okay. He's seen trails, folks. Yep. You know what that means. He's, He's on, on that the shit. reefer. He's on that shit, that's right. All right, let's go. Let's hit, let's hit the next one, dude. What's up? What's what's next? Okay, so getting back to uh, our roots here. The World Wide Web is 25 years old. Okay. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. So on August 6, 1991, the world's first website went live to the public. Assandtitties.com. Assandtitties. Ass ass titties. Titties. Ass What's ass wrong with you guys? Titties. It's DJ Assault, man. Come on. That's classy, dude. What are you talking about, Michael? Yeah, okay. Got to educate. Um, All right. There's, there's a link going in the notes for this. That's fine. So <laughs> this was created by Tim Berners-Lee. Mm-hmm. He's the father of the World Wide Web. And so this is this was created on a Next workstation. And hosted on a next workstation at CERN, which uh, is in the Swiss Alps. Mm-hmm. Was CERN a thing back then? Yeah, I thought CERN was relatively new, but I mean, 25 years old is relatively new, I guess, for a, a big science facility. It's the in English, it's the European Organization for Nuclear Research. Uh, so it, was, it must have been. That's what CERN is. Yeah, so. so CERN, so the so the place we're thinking of is just a facility run by CERN, I guess. You're thinking of the Large Hadron Collider. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. Those the, hadrons collide. Which is run by CERN, exactly. So, um, I know it's you're dying to explain, Mike. Uh, what is next? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Next? He's dying to talk about it. Fucking little woman. Let's hear about it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Save little piece of shit. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, uh, Steve Jobs, who everyone knows have. from yeah. Apple fame. What? He's not my fucking role model. I don't give a shit. Um, he you uh, have a Steve Jobs tattoo on the bottom of your back. You have yeah, a Steve exactly. Jobs tramp stamp. That's I know right. you do. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> What is this Steve Jobs always saying? It says, uh, it's like, uh, oh, there's something ne- something next, or whatever. The, the fucking famous, his famous saying at his talks. That's what Michael has on the back of his fucking... What, one more thing? There's a one more thing, and it points down. <laughs> <laughs> so, the computer... So, Steve Jobs basically kicked out of Apple back in 1985. Uh, and, you know, kicked out by the board and whatever. And so... He went and founded another company called Next, and they made computers running their own OS, which was kind of Unix-based, but it also had a graphical user interface. And, I mean, I don't think anyone bought them, really, but you could buy them back back then in the day. Um, That was back in the time of, like, Apples were open and anybody could make them. They're trying to be like PCs, right? No. No, wasn't that back in the time when you could buy like a a power PC by another company? No. This is before that. Oh, okay. Was yeah. a, a next computer 
uh, proprietary hardware? Uh, was everything proprietary hardware 25 years ago? <laughs> no. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, a next computer is not a Mac, but it's, is it a PC? I don't know. I don't know if it's just like a regular computer running some weird OS. Does it um, run BOS? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, that They made that for Mac and PCs. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think they made it for next. So, oh, anyway. Anyway, yeah. It was a, uh, it was a thing. I mean, you can find next computers on eBay and stuff, you know. They're there. I've seen them before in person because of my, uh, my membership in a Macintosh user group. An Apple terrorist mm-hmm. group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The we wear Apple. we wear Steve Jobs masks and uh, <laughs> and throw classic Macs through the the windows of coffee shops or something. I don't know. <laughs> Here's some squad members. You know, and it's like, but the people at the coffee shop are like, but we have Macs. We're like, yeah, you've had Macs for three years, posers. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, that was, um, so what's funny is though, in case anyone was wondering, whatever became of Next, so Apple eventually bought Next, and that's how Steve Jobs got folded back into Apple. Uh, that was back in 1997. What did the board think about that? Huh? What did the board think about that? Well, they, they... They approved it. They're like, all right, fine. It's better. They brought it back. It. And, well, the whole reason the whole reason for bringing, well, one of the reasons was, I guess they wanted Steve Jobs back, but also they wanted, um, so they wanted the OS that Next had, mm-hmm. and that became the foundation of OS Ten. So much later. Wow. So yeah. have they been working on OS X for like ten years? When well, did it, when did it come out? Well, they uh, they bought four. Um, the beta came out in two thousand or two thousand one. Oh wow! Okay, the public beta. So, yeah, and before that, they had private betas of of it. Um. They don't, I don't even think they were calling it OS X yet. They were probably calling it Darwin or some shit. Yeah, I that sounds very familiar. <clears throat> um, so is OS X the Windows XP of Apple? Mm, it's, like, it's like a 16-year-old operating system now? Well, I'd say the it's more like the... I mean, not really. It's kind of hard to... Because they they actually change it a lot from from version to version. Like you know they release ten point one, then ten point two, then ten point three, mm-hmm. and you know the the way the versioning sounds, it sounds like it's a minor update. Like you're like oh ten one and ten two, you know how different can it be, right? But <clears throat> they're actually they actually make some significant changes between the releases. How significant though? Like Windows Windows ten. To Windows XP significant or Windows XP to Windows Vista significant? Um, well, it depends. So sometimes it's as 
it's as insignificant as 2,000 to XP. And sometimes it's as significant as Vista to... Well, I'll say Vista to, like, 7... Well, you know, that's not that significant, but really... Actually, like none a signif- of those Microsoft OS... Vista 8.1? I'd say more like going to Windows... So, when Windows 8 or 8.1 came out, and everyone was like, holy crap, yeah, that's, you know? that's a significant change. That was pretty different. Um, Apple started doing stuff like that, like... You know, in some releases they say, okay, we're, we dropped support for this thing, you know? Like, uh, OS 10 10.5 was the last one to support PowerPC computers. So, if you've got 10.6, which is Snow Leopard, um, starting with that release, they dropped support for PowerPC, so... Power PCs were stuck at ten point five. Is that significant you know, though, instance. or is that just Microsoft? Is that just uh, Apple like a marketing decision? Both. It was probably, probably a pain in the ass to just to keep supporting that. I mean, that no, it probably was. Yeah, sure, anymore. absolutely. It's kind of like. Uh, I mean, it was that, and then also. They had another thing in their OSs where you could um, run Mac applications from older versions. Like, you know, if you had a... Like, you know, you guys heard Mac OS, like, Classic or whatever? Sure. Like, that's before OS ten. So they had a compatibility layer in OS ten, so you could still run those applications. And it was basically an emulator, you know? Like, that OS would, would launch, like, in a window. <laughs> and then you could use the app. Hmm. They dropped that after ten three or ten four. They're like, nah, you're done. People are like, but my application. I'm like, nah, <laughs> you're fucked. Like, I had a user at work who uh, needed to use an application that's uh, OS Classic only. So I had to come up with a solution for that. That was fun. But uh, luckily, there was one. So. Well, good. There's third-party, like, emulators you can get. What's their new one? Well, Mac, Mac OS, right? Well, right now, it's still El Capitan. Yeah, I mean... But sorry, they're like about the to release... Generation. Yeah, they're about to release one called Sierra. And, yeah, they renamed it instead of calling it... What have we been calling it? OS Ten, whatever, right? Yeah. So now they're just calling it Mac OS... Mm-hmm. Which is funny because that's what it what it was called back in like OS eight days. So, yep. so they're just taking it back. Is anybody? So, is there like any talent at Microsoft at Apple who is like Steve Jobsian? Because it seems like everything they're doing right now is like they're just running the clock out on Steve Jobs' old ideas. Um, if they're still building on OS ten, OS ten, you know, great. I mean, I use a Mac right now with OS with El, with El Capitan on it, and it's runs pretty well. Um, it's pretty reliable, honestly. I like it. I hate to say that I like it, but I do. Oh my god. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't like <laughs> I don't like using it, but I do like, you know, looking at it. He's like, "Let me be clear. I don't like using it." It's attractive. It has a really nice interface. Yeah. Um, everything about it is pretty good, but I fucking hate it. Yeah. Like it can't play the games on right? on principle. You know? So your question is, it, does Apple have a new tyrant? Well, it's not even so. a new tyrant, but, like, is there any new, like, technical, not technical, but anyone who's, like, 
oh, this is like, this is a great OS, and like, let's do something new. Like, what's the new? We got that trash can, Mac. Yeah, that thing was a True. fucking How'd flizz up. <laughs> okay. Because it was $12,000 fully loaded. 3000 3, It starts at 3000 Yeah, it starts at 3000 <laughs> Anyway, the, the whole thing's a mess. So I'm just like trying to figure out what's Apple going to do, man. Like, like their whole iPhone situation is like just in a lock, a lock state. Their iPad situation is like in a lock state. Like they don't know what to do. They're like, oh, this new iPad, it's made of fucking penis fur. You know, I mean, like they, they don't know what to do with themselves. They really do. They're just, just totally lost. So what's going to happen with this company? Penis fur from gentleman named Douglas. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they got to find a I new. I mean, the, the, like, the classic, the classic comparison though is okay. Who is? Let's compare them to Microsoft, right? So what's Microsoft doing that's so groundbreaking? No, nothing. Nothing. Their selling phones they gave up on. They're like, no, they mi- we fucked they missed up. Them. They missed well, they're them. selling their We're done. services. They missed the mark, but they're selling, their yeah, software as a service. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're doing that, mm-hmm. which is like that's a thing now. They're going to be the next IBM, which is not a not necessarily to say that's a good thing. I mean, you see where IBM is now. People are like, what's IBM? You know, we don't even know. You know, um, they're they're raking in the jack. It's now. funny. There's a company, the Jack. <laughs> Who the fuck I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> you just made try to you try to make some kind of money term and sound like. Are, are you are you comparing um, it to cheddar jack cheese and then cheddar and then money? It's it's a it's a it's, it's a, a thing. I swear, yeah, yeah. it's okay. a thing. All right. So look, the company I used to work for, the company I work for now, they were oh, they were bought in the eighties by a company called Wang. <laughs> if anybody knows who Wang is, I give you mad props. Wang is like the IBM of like the 80s. Like they were a huge fucking deal. It was like IBM, Wang, you know, like they were like a supercomputer company. They were fucking amazing. Um, when I was a kid, I would hear about Wang all the time. Now they're fucking dust. They don't exist. IBM is going to be the same thing unless they find a new way to leverage. Uh, they find a new way to leverage Watson and do something really cool with that. But it seems that like they're missing the boat on the private AIs. Um and then Microsoft, the same thing's gonna happen to them. They're gonna become what Microsoft, what uh, was, they're gonna come, with, what become what IBM is right now. And then in fifty years, they won't exist anymore. And Apple is gonna lose relevance because they haven't. They, their whole thing is like great, amazing hardware, and they have not fucking innovated. They just haven't. You know, I'm not saying Microsoft's good. Microsoft's doing their whole Azure thing, software as a service, whatever, whatever. You know, and that's working for them. Apple doesn't have that same leverage. Dude, Apple looks at the U.S. government. U.S. government's like, we want to use your iPhones. Apple's like, whatever, motherfucker. You know, they don't care. <laughs> like, they don't give a shit. You know, they don't make any concessions for those users. So eventually, the the government employees will be the government uh, CIOs will be like, all right, fuck it. Let's go to fucking Android because they're going to do what we want. You know? Or stay with BlackBerry. They, they might stay with BlackBerry, but I kind of doubt that. If BlackBerry even exists in like a week and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, about to get a new one, actually. A new BlackBerry? Yep, it's happening. People are doing it. A new old BlackBerry. <laughs> um, well, what I was going to say is, so Apple, I mean, I don't know how Apple's, you know, how their earnings look and all that kind of crap, but I bet a lot of their money is actually coming from sales of movies and music, you know. Dude, when's the last time you use mm. iTunes? Uh, a week ago. It's fucking horrible, isn't it? Don't lie to me. Just say, yeah, it's horrible. Oh, of course it's horrible. Yeah, the interface is garbage. And everyone knows it's horrible. 
They need to they need to redesign, tear it down, and make it make a new one. What's happening from scratch? What's fucking happening? Why haven't they done it? It's 2016. Maybe they will with Sierra. We don't know. But they're not going know? to. Maybe they would have with El Capitan. Maybe they would have with fucking Leopard. Maybe they would have fucking fucking Snow Dragon. Maybe they would have with fucking like fucking <laughs> fucking Chimera. Who knows? They're never going to do it because they don't fucking understand. It's a fucking it's a horrible experience. Look, they I don't like Apple. They have to know. But there's a lot of a lot of cases in this world where you just have to use iTunes for something. And it's such a fucking raggedy, dreadful experience that every time I've used it, I've never wanted to stay in there and do anything else. When you go when you go use the Google Play, say whatever you want about Google. When you use the Google Play Store, you're like, oh, this is okay. I can look. So you feel like, like after like a second of going to find what you want, if you have the free time, you end up looking for things you don't want. You're just like, let me see what else is in here. Because it's an environment you want to stay in. Google, like, Well, Apple, I'll be honest. Yeah, good. On on the Apple devices, if you have an Apple device and you're looking for something, and you're just in the store from there, it's fine. It's just like Google Play, you know? Yeah. You open a little thing, and you're looking for stuff, and that's it. And it's fine. Buy something, download it, boom. You're done, you know? It's nice and easy. It's only on the computer that you have to use this program. And the only reason I had it open is because I wanted to sync... My music from from the it's computer to my to, to my phone. Why is iTunes? Why doesn't the fucking iCloud free? Why do I have to sync anything? I, I live in the future, my man. Why do I have to sync with a fucking program? This is fucking yeah. future. I don't have a fucking compact iPad. I don't need to sync anything. That's <laughs> the that's the one thing that I see as a difference. Uh, the, well, it is a major difference between an Apple device and an Android device. An Android device, you don't like hook it up to a computer and sync it. Yeah. You know, that's not a thing. You know, um, Apple for some reason it still is. They're trying to get away from it. You know, they have the service like iTunes Match, and this and that. But I don't want to pay twenty five dollars a year for that. Why do you have to pay for so. this stuff? Like that's a, this is just, like that's my biggest problem with Apple. Like if Apple would like get it together and be like. Okay, we're gonna make fucking like the iCloud. Well, James, I could I could have the same thing you have if I wanted to from Apple. How much would you pay? Ten dollars a month for Google Play Music. I could pay ten dollars a month for Apple Music or whatever, and it's the same thing. Seven ninety nine a month. It's the same. Well, okay, whatever it is, I don't know how much it is. Buy anything. Yeah, well, same thing. I could get the same thing from Apple. I don't want to pay a monthly fee. I don't want to do it. What about storage? What about it? Terabyte of storage with that fucking fee. No, you have two fees. Okay, so my total fees for Google is f- fourteen and some change a month. And okay, I don't know how much Apple's fee. You know how I don't know how much storage is. I never storage. I never looked into it. So. Michael, the excuse server is humming. It's hot. Okay, I have to turn <laughs> the water cooling on because the excuse server is brimming with the excuse energy that you're pumping through it. All right. What if Apple comes out? They'll have to come out with a groundbreaking product. One terabyte is ten dollars a month. So it's actually. So what if they come out with a VR headset? I don't think it'll matter because you can't play any games on an Apple device, and nobody. But what if it's what if it's like the Hololens where you basically interact with everyday life? You can't do any business with Apple devices because they don't support any business any business any. Well, maybe actually no. Let me take that back. If you work in a regular business. It might be amazing. Yes. If you work for the government, which is what my narrow field of focus is in, 
then it's not going to help you, and it's not they don't care about the government. But if you work for like Joe Schmo Computing Company, and you guys want to use Apple devices, it might be amazing. I mean, look, Apple's good at making amazing things. They just haven't done anything in a long time, and I, it's like they've forgotten. You know, they've been, they, they're like too busy trying to be whatever Steve Jobs wanted them to be instead of being like, hey, let's innovate, and they haven't done it. You know, the new iPhone 7 is uh, not going to be impressive. It's going to be like, meh, you know what I mean? They've already basically said it. Um, people are saying, I'm waiting for next year when the iPhone is going to be this thing you put in your face and it's made of glass and it wraps around and taps into your brain. And like people like expecting amazing things in like a 20, 2018 or whatever, or 2017. And, uh, I don't think they're going to deliver, but at the same time, you know, Apple has to find that thing. Like all people can talk about the new iPhones now is like, oh, there's no headphone jack. Great. You know, that's all people can say about it. They didn't go back on that? No. They never go back on that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's how that's they innovate. That's how the Apple innovates. They take away things that regular people use, and they're like, get get used to it, punk bitch. Like, that's how Apple innovates. Like the floppy yeah, like, drive. No more floppy drive. We're done. We're done with that. Which is fine. It was a good thing. It's good that they fucking did it, you know, but they pulled the trigger on it. But the, the, the headphone jack Does is he stupid. get fucked? The headphone jack is stupid. I mean, that's just a dumb thing. It's like, why are you getting rid of the headphone jack? Mike, I have a, a history question for you. Since you bring up SCSI, um, was that Apple's chosen interface? Like, was everything SCSI, or did they use some IDE? And then, like, what was the transition from SCSI to SATA? And for for a very long time, they used SCSI and everything, and everything was SCSI. Um, you know, the hard drives, this if it has CD-ROM drive, you know, whatever, right? Yeah. But then in the 90s, they um, they said, you know what? We want to actually sell some computers to consumers that don't cost a million dollars. So they started transitioning to some IDE stuff. So the, when we, when my family started getting Macs, when we got our first Mac, it actually had a, a, a IDE hard drive, but the CD-ROM drive that was in it was SCSI. And then the computer, and then on the back of the computer was an external 25-pin SCSI connector. So that's how you would connect a scanner or an external hard drive, things like that. Okay. Um, I guess they're real. I guess on a PC they used to use the parallel port for that, but there's really no comparison between a parallel port and a SCSI port. <laughs> Other than the the cable, the 25-pin cables can look. Almost the same? Yeah, other than the cables being using the same connector, which is very odd, but um Yeah. At least for that version of SCSI. Um but I mean how fast is parallel? It's 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 not that fast. Dog shit slow. Yeah, it's not that fast. So I'm glad you know, I'm glad honestly everything's gone to USB now and, and you know and maybe Thunderbolt, Firewire, whatever, you know. So I'm glad we went to USB. Because that eliminated <laughs> a lot of this nonsense, you know. Michael, do you remember the old days oh. at CompuSA when people were like, I need a printer. And you'd be like, what kind of printer do you need? They're like, what do you mean? What kind of computer do you have? I have a um, Apple. You're like, hmm, okay, do you need the Apple whatever, the whatever port? <laughs> you know, remember the old, the, the Apple, the Apple, the round plug that was like PS2, but it wasn't. It was Apple whatever. Or Apple port. Yeah, Apple serial port. Or do you need a yeah. uh, 
the eight pin serial yeah. port, or do you need SCSI, or do you need whatever? Like, ugh, God. Oh, that's I'm, right. Back way back in the day, yeah. they sold printers that had SCSI yeah, connectors. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> and I used to—I mean, I guess Michael's probably a little young for that, but I used to work at CompUSA back in the day when that was a thing. And you'd have, yeah, you'd have the SCSI printers, and like, uh, like the best scanners were SCSI. Like, if you bought mm-hmm. a scanner and it was you, uh, they did have scanners that were parallel for PCs, but they were garbage. The best ones, the expensive ones, the lacy. Like crazy, like not lacy, but they were like crazy brands, like Umax yeah, or Umax, uh... and there's probably a few other like crazy ones that I can't think of now. But they were like, like scuzzy, scuzzy scanners, and they were amazing, you know. Yeah, when we had scanners when I was younger, flatbed scanners, they were always scuzzy. Um, and then later, like now we have, I think we have an Epson scanner, that's uh, it's USB, you know, obviously. But yeah, back in the day, man, it was always scuzzy. What would Apple do if, like, someone made an, a new OS that was, like, Linux or Unix-based that was not garbage, and it was actually a usable OS that regular people could use? Like, what would Apple do? Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, there's honestly... What are, what are you implying? No, I'm just there's saying. There's plenty of those. By your statement. No, I'm saying. There's plenty of those. Just no one knows they exist, and it's too much, you know, it doesn't come pre-installed on systems, and... It doesn't look fancy. And You're saying Apple makes that now, and so that would be competition for them? I'm saying uh, Apple's whole thing is security through obscurity, reliability, stability. Like, that's that, that's okay. Apple's thing. As far as I'm concerned, that's, like, the, what Apple's known for. You know, that's why... And hipsters. And, and, I mean, yeah, the hipster thing. Well, now... No, but even then, back in the day, that's what Apples are for. Like, I remember people be like, what's an Apple for? You'd be like, why, like, why would I get an Apple? And the answer was, oh, if you do photo editing, you want, like, a stable system, you want it to, like, just work, you know, you you want whatever. Yeah, if you want a computer to just work. I mean, well, <laughs> dude, let's be honest. If you don't want to have to fuck with it Windows all the time. Windows just doesn't work. It's a fucking unstable, <laughs> sketchy, horrible operating system that makes you want to Thank you for making my point. I mean, I'm not going to look, dude. Windows I'm, works I'm, just fine if you're not a moron. I'm a realist. Yeah, I mean, if you're not a moron, yeah, but most people are morons. You know, most people are fucking idiots. Most people are horrible. And Windows is made for them. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, Windows is a great operating system if you're like, you're like an IT guy. What if, well, even even now, even Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 10, you you still think that? Yeah, I do. So it's still too too much. I mean, it's Windows those Windows is very good for everybody, but it's not because it's accepting of all kinds of people's random software and stuff, but the bad thing is it's because of those reasons that it's very acceptable that it has all these bugs and issues and problems, you know what I mean? Um, if it, it it would work great if it was an operating system in a vacuum like fucking Apple, like like iOS, um, which is that's an operating system in a vacuum. Everything is vetted by by them, and they're like, yeah, this is good, or no, you know, we don't accept this, whatever, you know. And Windows isn't like that. Windows like you can make a fucking Windows OS and put it on the web, and anyone can download it and use it right now, you know. So um, that's why Windows is good. But the problem is. Is that um, 
the problem is is that Windows is fucking because of those reasons it's fucking horrible. It's like hard to use and it's like sketchy and it breaks all the time. You blue screens of death. And you're like, why did this happen? There's a million reasons why it could have happened. Like, oh, this fucking DLL is missing. Like, what's a DLL? You know, fuck my life. You know, and that's that's a problem with Windows, man. Um, you don't need that. You don't have those problems on. Like, I don't even know what makes a Mac work. Like, Macs are magic, man. I have no idea how they work. <laughs> it just. They Evan, you, you, Evan, you hearing this? I think James is a Mac guy I, now. I am hearing this. I don't think he's a Mac I'm, guy. I don't think this argument has any. I'm not a Mac. I'm not a Mac guy. So I don't know what the hell you're talking. I'm not a. (laughs) It's the Allagash talking. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm not a Mac guy, but I I do think that Macs are good for they're they're stable. But the problem is, like everything I want to do. So if you like a stable computer that works, yeah, that you can't play any game. Get a Mac. Can't play any games on. There's no software for it. Yeah, Macs are great. Yeah, they're wonderful. So what I'm saying is, is what what will happen to Apple the day someone makes a widely accepted OS that works with a lot of things that is Linux or Unix based that has offers the stability of Apple that is accepted by more people and it's and is not like locked into whoa. a whole system. So like, whoa, 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 that already exists. What? So not in the way you think. What? Yeah. It, it exists except for, except for the widely accepted exactly, part. Exactly, so it doesn't exist. <laughs> How no, would you? Does. That's the thing. How do you get Linux widely accepted? Because that's Linux that's what is you, an ugly. What you I just said you. is a Linux thing. Linux is an ugly, ugly, grubby thing that is like fucking filthy, sweaty people use. Okay, and nobody wants to be a part of that filthy, sweaty reality. Neck beards. Yeah. Nobody wants your neck beard. <laughs> nobody wants this in their life. <laughs> Let me I write just, that I just down shaved today, I'm, so I'm yeah, good Yeah, my now. neck beard's in full fucking neck bearditude, so I'm part of the club. But so, would you? Uh, I will tell you what a widely accepted uh, alternative operating system is that has a lot of customizability, a lot of apps, uh, a lot of good stuff. Tell us. You ready? Say Libre Linux. No. <laughs> It goes by the name of Android. Oh yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, but they don't they don't have that on a PC. Yeah, they do. There's Android for the PC. I downloaded it. It runs like crap, but it is a thing. And as we've noted in the past weeks, uh, some people just use their phones and or tablets for computers, so it's getting yeah. there. You know what, Evan? You're He's right. right. You're absolutely right. For all the people, that's what your mom needs. You're trying to build her a new computer? Uh-uh. Be like, here you go, Ma. Here's a new freaking Galaxy Tab 8 or something, or or a freaking iPad 3 or whatever the fuck. Or buy her a Chromebook. Yeah. Be like, here, yeah, you're Chromebook's done. Chromebook's great. Dude, you give her an iPad or something like it, it's going to be game over. She's going to be like, oh. My mom? Oh! Well, my mom has an iPad. She's in heaven. She yeah. has an iPad and an iPhone. Right. She just loves it. Wait, dude, you, you see, you think I hate Macs. I don't. I know you hate I don't. Macs. Okay, <laughs> I hate Macs for me, but I know they Macs know their place. Okay, and the thing the thing about Macs is just like Macs and Blacks. Oh, yeah, we Jesus know. Jesus Christ, Flapples. Oh my God, forget you guys heard that. There, look, there there are far more people who don't want to think about computers, and those people buy Macs, and that's how they're. Yeah, and that's you're hundred percent right, right there. And that's that's why I told my mom. My mom said, "What kind of phone should I get?" I said, "An iPhone." She's like, "Why an iPhone?" Because you don't want to think about it. 
And that's perfect. Like for her, it's perfect. iPhone's perfect phone for her. You know, um, it just works. There's no issues. You don't have to worry about any shenanigans or bullshit. Um, you know, as long as she uses her brain, she's okay. She can be happy. And she has an, I said, what kind of tablet should I get? I said, get a fucking iPad. You know, it's going to match up with your phone. Everything's going to be like cross-linked. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. And she does. She loves it. It's great. Now, is there any of her shit backed up? Of course not. Because Apple's like, <laughs> we want to fucking fuck you some more. You know, we made you buy a $600 fucking tablet because we're fucking maniacs. Time to fucking get that fucking asshole. You know, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with them. Well, they do give you five gigs for free. Dude. I will dude, say that. fucking wrecked. Okay, they need to fucking just be like, dude, data's so cheap, man. Like, fucking they need to invest in data centers. It's 2016, dude. Fucking Verizon's invested in data centers. They built their own data yeah, center. Yeah, they need to build like 20. built a huge data center. Where? In fucking New Mexico somewhere? Get fucked. North Carolina? They I need think to build like fucking like 20 or 30 of them and give the fucking space away free. That's an investment, man. They need to lock those users in. Be- don't give people the option to change. If people have like whatever, like, like, there's a girl at my job. I told you she lost her, all her fucking data. I said, put all your shit on fucking Google Photos. It's free. She did. She's happy. Now. Apple Android has a fucking in in her life. She goes sign up for an Android phone. Guess what? All her fucking shit's there. And it'll always be backed up without any issue. Like, that's stupid that they make people pay for any of this shit. You shouldn't have to pay for even a fucking drop of it. That's a huge fucking miss. I'm not paying for it. No, I know you're not, but you don't care about this stuff. Like, for Joe Blow user who wants to back their shit up and have their get their stuff again, they should be, they should, they're going to be at the pay for it. Do you think the average user has more than five gigs of actual stuff? The average user has a million photos. Look at, uh, you don't know Diana, but our friend Diana, her phone's full of photos. We talked about this last week. Right. She can't, she, she yeah. cannot do anything in her phone anymore. She can't download an app. She cannot download an update because her phone's so full of photos. Yeah, she tried to take a picture. It's like, eh, yeah. phone full. And that means, that really? means she, can't, she can't even yeah. update. She can't even update her phone. You know? I think she fixed that because... She was taking pictures the other night, oh, she, so she she must have backed it up, no, or I don't know what she how did. How do you think she you know? fixed it? She deleted a bunch of shit. That's <laughs> I don't know what she it. did. She deleted so. a bunch of shit. I guarantee you, she didn't back anything up. It's not. Why does Apple not put SD card slots on their phone? Because like, fuck you. SD cards don't make it beautiful. Because it complicates life? Yeah, that's not why. It doesn't look fucking sleek and like futuristic and shit. Fuck you, Apple. Is it just so they can sell you the 128 gig model? That's probably why. Mr. Michael, Michael. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, well, that's okay. Could be. I don't know. So. I always thought SD cards. I mean, personally, I, I like phones that have SD card slots, too. But I had an SD card go bad on me in an Android phone. Lost all that data. I was like, great. It's oh well. SD card. It's the technology's you know? fault. <laughs> Just saying, it's not foolproof. You know, it can okay, happen. Michael. And <laughs> plus, it's complicated. You have to go in. You're, you're going to say, oh, Michael. I'm going to copy it from you're here reaching. to here. You're huh? reaching. It's complicated. Your mom's going to know how to copy <laughs> shit from an SD card. You're fucking reaching. You know it. <laughs> Is she going to know how to do it, James? Is she going to know how to do it? She's not going to know how to do it. Okay. Thank She's you. She's not going to know how to do it. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I love you, Michael. <laughs> <sighs> okay, what's Whatever. next? What's next? <laughs> Whatever. 
All right. Jesus Christ. It's like your mom's dumb, right? Give her an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, so what's next? Uh oh, I just wanted to mention real quick Olympics. So the Olympics started. Hooray. Yay. So the Olympics they had the opening ceremony on Friday night. I did not watch it. Um did anyone here watch it? No. No. Okay, very good. Um <laughs> Saturday morning, uh a gal from from the US from Virginia and her name is Virginia also. Thrasher. Virginia Thrasher to be exact. She won a gold medal and she won the first gold medal of the 2016 Olympics. And she won, of course, in a shooting sport. Mm-hmm. So, but it's shooting uh, something called the women's 10-meter air rifle competition. So it's using something, some kind of weird gun. It's called an air rifle. Basically, it shoots pellets. <laughs> I was looking at this gun. It looks freaking yeah, weird. Crazy. It's not even looks. Doesn't look like a gun anymore. That's what. I, that's what I hate Is it Olympics. one? Is it the one with the handle that looks like wood, but it's like formed to your palm dude, and all twisty? It has some like fucking weird like shit coming off the side. It looks like fucking. It's crazy, dude. It's not even a real gun. It doesn't look like a real gun. There's nothing gun-like about it. It's stupid. A no. Vietnamese gentleman won that country's first gold medal in a similar competition. Hmm. Sorry, here, cool about here's the bigger question: Thrasher. Yep, she's from um, is it, I forget, is it Springfield or where is she from? She's from right around here somewhere. I think Springfield. Yeah, she's anyway. a Springfield Five. That's pretty close. You seen her? Jesus <laughs> Christ! Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, James. <laughs> and what are you? <laughs> I won't answer that. Yeah. Oh, exactly. There is no animal yeah. that exists who can appropriately no. mimic a sound of what no. James is. <laughs> oh, boy. So critical. Right. Jeez. Yeah, I am, dude. I'm a jerk. So, so I watched... Mike, did, uh, yes. Question. Uh-huh. Had you never heard of an air rifle before? I had heard of it's an air rifle device, before. This okay. crazy device. James owns several of them. Yes. Just so, not that of. weird kind. Okay. Um, I looked it up, and according to U.S. federal law, they're not firearms. You know, they're not guns, according to, to the you know ATF or anything. So it's up to each state to regulate them if they want to. As far as I can tell, Maryland does not regulate them. So no, I have purchased several from Sports Authority in the past before they imploded. <laughs> I see. I think the cross so, stuff is like considered mm-hmm. air rifles. And, and Daisy. Daisy, yeah. Um, yeah. So it turns out that this one, so you know, James has a one of James's many air rifles, quote unquote, which is not an air rifle at all. But uh, one of the handguns he has is a uh, a James Bond one. What's Walter, that? Walter P ninety P ninety nine. And so that shoots these little metal pellets, right? That's what they're shooting in this in this uh, competition. 
shooting his little wad cutter things. Trivia question. Um, what are those made of, Mike? Uh, supposedly they're made out of lead. Are they? I don't know if they actually are. Are they pewter? Pewter? You swear at me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're made out of. Perhaps pewter is a form of lead? I know it's a malleable metal. Um, let's see here. P-E-W-T-E-R? Pellet. I know what pewter is, you piece okay. of crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. A pellet. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> I would be surprised if they were actual lead and still not regulated. So you eat these, dummy. They're like half the size of Tic Tacs. You swallow the whole box. Ugh. It says match pellets are made of, of soft lead. It says a lead alloy with low antimony content. Antimony. Antimony. Okay. Whatever that is. It's a metal on the periodic table. Weird. Did Dr. McElroy teach you nothing? Guess not. It wasn't Dr. McElroy. He didn't have a doctorate? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm pretty... Okay. Wouldn't we just call him Mr.? I don't know. Not like What's Dr. That, McDowell? Yeah, he, he definitely... Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, it says the antimony content is used to control the hardness of the soft lead alloy. Okay. So That's very go. surprising to me that so they can be so easily available, but like, and, you know, in such a swallowable size, but lead-based paint is highly illegal. Yeah. You well, most laws are based you on know, stupidity, right? Like, eh, true. everyone had a, had a, what are we, what are we talking about here? Lead. In reference to, okay, that's what Air I mean. rifles. Yeah, sorry, I, I didn't have any audio for a second there. Yeah, so if most people had air <laughs> rifles and kids were swallowing them all the time dying, then they'd pass a law based upon it. You know, this is like, they didn't pass a general law about air, about lead. The law's about, oh shit, people might use this to paint their house. Like, because people are fucking stupid. They're like, yeah, eat those paint chips to me. Eat them. You know what I mean? <laughs> people are fucking dumb, dude. But, true. But where else is lead allowed? Like, it's every fucking it's where. kept out of the water supply. It's kept out of pencils. Well, now it is, yeah. yeah. That, that's the problem. Um, it used to be in fucking everything, and it was fucking shit up. The, the main thing that it was in that I'm glad it's not in anymore is gasoline. Yeah. Because it ended up in the freaking, you know, it was in the fumes, so it was in the atmosphere. Yeah. I Not love good. the smell of car fumes now, by the way. And the smell uh, of gasoline. gasoline. That's beside the point. Um, so, is it <laughs> is it because these air rifle pellets are classified as a sporting good that they get around any other laws? Uh, well, the pellet itself, I have no idea. The gun yeah. is because it doesn't use an explosive. Well, yeah. It's, um, you know, it's just air, right? So, yeah. compressed air. So, you know, it's because it doesn't use any kind of explosive at all. They're like, it's not a, it's not a firearm. It looks like it has like an air, like a, like a tank, a small aluminum tank in the center of the gun underneath the barrel. Like a, like a, like a super soaker might, 
but a small aluminum tank. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. they probably either fill the tank or they pump them up or something in the back, and so they have like two or three shots ready to go, you know? Well, they're probably – I mean, the ones I got yeah. at Sports Authority were basically CO2 cartridges. It could be so, – yeah, probably some CO2 tank. Right. I mean, these these – in this Olympic event, they're not CO2, though. It's all – just high-pressure air. I have airsoft um, guns like that. Yeah. It's all uh, just Green air. Green gas. HPA. High-pressure air. HPA. Like a, like a paintball gun. Mm-hmm. I think it's just uh, – I think either they pump it up themselves or or they have little tanks. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. They they have the guns here. I mean, they're made by, like, here's a Walther I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're made by normal companies also, but I don't, I don't like gun companies. Of it because you can't do anything with those guns. Like, you're not going to buy one of those guns to be like, you know what? I'm going to do some fucking ratting. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to kill an animal with those guns. You need, like, a 22 or something to, like... Do some real damage, unless you're killing chip. Well, you can supposedly, blinking. there's a, a versions of these guns, like in higher calibers, that you can use for hunting. Hmm. See, I feel like they, like you know, the one that's uh, pretty awesome is the, the skiing one. Yeah, it's a biathlon. Yeah, that's kind of weird, but it's kind of cool too. It's like mm-hmm. you're skiing and shooting. I'm like, wow, it's like James Bond, like a James Bond villain. Uh, triathlon right here. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like ski, shoot the British spy. Ski, shoot the British spy. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. perfect, man. It's like Do you know why it's actually difficult? Why? You're breathing hard. Yeah. You're on fucking skis. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Breathing well, I mean, you get down in a prone position to shoot, but yeah, your heart's racing, fucking breathing hard, and then you got to hit a target like a hundred yards away. Help you find that sweet spot. Yep. So Michael does. Michael Squeeze does the trigger in, be- in between heartbeats. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You go between your heartbeats, dude. Um, another uh, sport I watched a little bit of today was women's trap. Mm. Is that skeet shooting? Uh, when the, it's when they go to the trap house. Yeah. <laughs> it's, what, it's what James is right now. He is trapped. No. That's um, right. That's right. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's uh, shooting with a shotgun, you know, where they do the whole pull. Yeah. Why are the why are that and pellet shooting Olympic sports? Great question. Why? Why not? British people probably. Why I not? guess it's a skill that you can you know train and improve at, but uh, really, no Olympic athlete like what they do does not serve a purpose no, other than maybe like wrestling or like the martial arts portion, but probably not. So, well, this goes back to my sports don't do anything period. Yeah. <laughs> In general, never mind the Olympics lumberjackery, you know, but whatever. I mean, so the yeah, firefighter, the... that crazy firefighter sport does stuff. That crazy firefighter sport. It's like climb the ladder and you mean, you mean fighting fires. No, there's no, but there's a sport. There's a, there's like a, a firefighter triathlon or biathlon where they run around a track and like the things are like the hurdles are like climb this ladder, go jump through a fucking window, then like run down a hallway, climb down another ladder, you come out the other side, 
grab a hose and then turn the hose, hook the hose up, turn the hose on. It, it's a crazy like uh, what's that thing where you pass a baton? It's like that, but they Relate. do all this crazy firefighter shit. Yeah, and it's pretty nuts, honestly. I've seen like I've seen them doing that on the on the web. It's pretty crazy. I've seen. I would rank it up there with the fucking lumberjack shit. Yeah, I've seen something like that where I want to say um, they had to do a like a fireman's carry, basically carry a dummy on the shoulder up or down four flights of stairs or something. Yeah, yeah, it might be the same thing. It might be the same one. Yeah, probably firefighter Olympics or something. It's called something like that. But that one looked like uh, that, that stuff. I I get it. Like that stuff interesting. Yeah, most of the Olympic stuff I don't understand. But you know what's funny? I did not know this. So every time a country wins the Olympics, like Japan apparently has the next Summer Olympics in 2020. Mm-hmm. And so for Japan, they added back in, they added they added in surfing, skateboarding, and karate. So karate apparently was not an Olympic sport, or it fell out of favor, and it was an Olympic sport for some time now. But they added that back in. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's Taekwondo right now. Yeah, they so they added karate back in. But to me, like, karate has to be a Olympic sport. Like, it has to be. It has to be, like, very high up on the list of sports. Uh, taekwondo has to be one. Um, I think if they're going to add something back in, add, like, fucking uh, um, uh, Kenjitsu. Fucking... Um, is fencing uh, still an Olympic sport? Fencing is yeah, an Olympic sport. Yeah, they were sport. doing that today. And that's okay. another thing. Why is fencing an Olympic sport? But, like... The fucking shit with the guys, the fucking Japanese guys with the fucking bamboo. They're like, men, do You know, like they hit kendo? each other with the f- Kendo, yeah. Kendo, that should be one. That's fucking... Like, if you the watch The problem kendo, is, I think there's too many sports. So yeah, <laughs> they, probably. It'd be like, you know, it would never end. Um, like, uh, you know what, what wasn't in the Olympics? Maybe it was at one point in time, but they just re-added it for, for 2016. Is uh, golf. That should not be an Olympic sport. It should not be. Why not? It It, takes too long. It's not like a fucking... It's not like you can have a match. You know, golf? I don't understand why that's... They're going to have basketball. Yeah, basketball's always... It's going to be... who? That's And I'm assuming that's going to be like LeBron James and all these other guys, right? They're going to be there? They didn't win the last couple of years. Team USA did not win the last couple of years. How is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) They lost to like the Ukraine or something, man. I'm not joking. Isn't it it like all pro basketball? Pro basketball player, sir? Wait, what? All pro? <laughs> yeah. <group>? yeah. <laughs> basketball. No, no. What were you going to say, Michael? Basketball. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Blacksitball. <laughs> there it goes. He doesn't even lie. It's a blacksitball. For uh, all the blacksits. Say a couple of black apples. <laughs> like, what now? Blapples. Yes. Um, no, look, okay, so the first year they did it was, like, the year of America. Like, they fucking rocked the faces of everybody who tried to play basketball. I was I'm sure alive. they did. I was a kid when that, when the first Team USA went out there and fucking took a shit in everybody's face, faces. But I think just, like, a year or so ago, or two years ago, two 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 or three Olympics ago, they they got their shit pu- pushed in, and their asses handed them, like, several times. <laughs> Um, mm. so I don't know what's going to happen now. I mean, who, I mean, obviously they're probably going to fucking be amazing, but you know, who knows? But, to uh, save time, they should just combine all the various heats and competitions. So like for swimming, instead of having three or four heats, just be like, okay, everyone jump in the pool. 
There are 13 sharks. Whoever makes it to the other side first wins. There you go. Or like for karate and taekwondo and judo and sumo and all that shit. Just put everyone on the mat. Be like, okay, whoever whoever's left standing wins in all four disciplines. I think that'd be cool. I'd watch that. That'd I be feel more like, like gladiatorial games, though. <laughs> somebody is probably going to make their own Olympics. Um, with the internet, the power of the internet and the ability to connect with millions of people over nothing, with the right marketing team, someone will make their own Olympics that costs almost nothing for countries to be involved in. And they'll just say it'll take place over the span of a year. And it'll be like, yeah, we have sumo, we have fucking karate, like we have all your sports. You know, everything you want to be good in, we have the games. And we just do it every four years, and it takes a whole year to do it. And we're gonna go around to your fucking places and do it. That you know, like that, like that's how you do this. I think, like the whole, whole let's ruin a country and destroy their economy, all for the sake of making the IOC a little bit of money, and then kick and then and then move out of town at the end of it while fucking the Brazilians struggle with a fucking imploded economy and no president and everything else. It's all good. Fuck it. You know what I mean? And all these random stadiums they just built for no reason. Like every country in the last, you know, 26 years or something has gone way over budget preparing for the Olympics. Yeah, and they've suffered. They've suffered because of it. You know? So... Dude, fucking the the, the fucking London, when they fucking put the the queen out of a plane. (laughs) (laughs) They jumped the queen out of a plane with fucking uh, the, the... with Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig and the Queen jumped out of a plane. Come on, man! How fucking we don't give a fuck? Can you be? <laughs> yeah. You know what I didn't know it was a sport? Badminton. Ooh. Yes. That's, how's that's, badminton? That's in the Olympics. Fucking, how's that an Olympic sport? But but karate was wasn't until just now. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. I know karate was an Olympic sport before, but I think they took it out. Like boxing, last last time boxing was not an Olympic sport. Maybe it'll be back this year. I don't know, but it wasn't. Boxing is an Olympic sport. Yeah, but it wasn't in wasn't in London. So boxing is here. Yeah, that's good. Um, But like, why is badminton an Olympic sport? Is ping pong in there? Is ping pong an Olympic sport? Yeah. So ping pong, I kind of understand, but you already have ping pong. They probably have tennis, and they have fucking badminton, and they have fucking women's volleyball, which is. Dude, I think it's called get, it's t- called table tennis, but yeah. Yeah, but get rid of one of those. I mean, you have too many tennis-based, net-based sports. <laughs> well, they have you know? volleyball. Um, Which we're all going to watch. That's the only reason you watch the Summer Olympics is for women's volleyball. We all know this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's two kinds of volleyball. There's volleyball and there's beach volleyball, apparently. Yes. Yeah, you watch the beach one, women's beach volleyball. Hmm. Actually, both of them are quite nice. Yeah. Oh, I saw, I saw some of it today, I think. But, yeah. Uh, well, what I was going to say, though, all this stuff is available. Bank bank. If you go to NBCOlympics.com, um, they have everything up there. You can watch most things live, just streaming. Um, I also downloaded the app on my phone, like the NBC. I think it's the NBC Sports app. Only thing is on the app, if I'm not at home, like here it knows that I have Comcast, so it's like, oh, you're good to go. But if I wasn't, I would have to sign in. I would have to authenticate using my Comcast username and password. So Mm. that's the only thing, you know. 
They got to make sure you, I guess, you receive NBC. Who doesn't have NBC, though? I mean, it's so stupid. If you get it over the air, I guess you can't get it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, who doesn't? Who does not get that? That's like saying, if you don't get Channel 3, the static channel, then you can't watch. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Everybody gets NBC. That's a basic, like, fucking part of life. Right. Exactly. But I put the links in the show notes to, um, has the schedule and everything of when, it, what is when, you know, what sports are when and all that. Um, Thank you. They also today I just want to mention they were doing the one of the biking the road races. Yeah, was Lance Armstrong in there? No, no, no. no, no okay, no, 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 no. maybe someone else named Armstrong. I just saw uh, something along the bottom. They're like Armstrong uh, is like to the right of the leader. They were talking about him or something. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It's not him. <laughs> okay. No way. Yeah. Um, you know what the so this is not necessarily on topic, but the funny thing is, he he was never caught on any drug test, right? Like he's yet to be actually proven guilty, other than his admission. Hmm. I think they probably they probably have someone has he didn't admit it for no reason. Somebody has proof, and they gave well. I mean, there was like tons of speculation, and I'm sure he didn't want to get caught, but at the time. When he said that he did it, he never tested "quote unquote" hot but does it, or but anything. Do you, do you really think he would have admitted it just based on speculation? Um, I don't know. Maybe it was that. In I mean, he released a book and he talked all about it, so possibly publicity. But then, you know, there have been reports where it's saying if the if his first place wins were stripped from him and then everyone following him who ever tested positive for um for uh doping drugs the first place would have gone to like the 17th or 18th place person jesus yeah so uh it turns out he was banned he has a lifetime ban from competing in all sports that follow the world anti-doping agency code jesus christ which says effectively ending his athletic career but, I mean, the last time he, he won anything was in, well, anything like Tour de France or anything was like yeah. 1998 or 1999, something like that. Yeah, a long time ago. That's pretty fucked up, though. Lifetime ban. Yeah, that's fucked up. Well, the they they did their investigation and they named, they said he's the ringleader of the most sophisticated, professionalized, which I didn't know was a word, and successful doping program that sport has ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's Not just that sport, any sport. He's he's the ringleader. <laughs> yep. What about the Russians? Because he organized it's like state it. State sponsored. <laughs> I wonder if it uh, disqualifies him from coaching as well. I mean, probably if he's disqualified from any sports, or maybe it's just competing. Maybe it's just strictly competing. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, to, dude. Uh, his original last name is Gunderson. So did he rename himself after Stretch Armstrong? <laughs> no, he uh his mom remarried someone whose last name was Armstrong. Oh. See, that's weird to me. I have a friend like that who his his mom got remarried when he was like 13 and he changed his name. That's weird. Yeah. That's stupid. Hmm. Listen, maybe his dad was a dickhead. Maybe he's like, "Man, fuck you, dad." Who knows? Mike, you know him too, actually. Oh. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll never hear this, so 
Um, Paul Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Him. His last name isn't really Iglesias. That well, it's I. It's Iglesias. It's also Acevedo. But oh, I'm, right. I'm pretty sure he renamed to uh, Ashton because oh, his mom probably, probably remarried to, find jobs. to a guy named Ashton. Hmm. It's probably easier just to find a job, man. It's fucking Paul <laughs> Ashton over Paul Iglesias. <laughs> People are like, I don't want to serve burritos. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just easier for him. Hmm. Well, um, what I was saying about the uh, the bike race today. It was the women's uh, bike race, and uh, one of the one of the people competing, one of the Olympiads, Olympians, mm-hmm. Olympiads, um, Olympians. She, uh, I think she's from the Netherlands. She had a pretty bad crash, and she's in the hospital now. The Dutch. Yeah, the Dutch, exactly. Which she crash would... into a fucking Brazilian doing crack. Retaining wall. I don't she know what she, over by one no, she you know she hit something in the road and went flying over her handlebars and stuff. Oh, nice. Boy. As you started to to tell that story, I was thinking in my head how many fatalities were there. That's what I was thinking too. I was hoping that someone would answer that. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's only two. Yeah. I think it's only been two so far. Starting off slow. Yeah. Two fat. Shut up, James. I'm serious. I think it's two. Google that. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard last night. I heard someone someone told me it was only two so far. And it's like people wandered into like the favelas or something like that. Like they went somewhere they weren't supposed to go, and they got fucking chopped up for it. It wasn't like an Olympian, you know, like uh, gold medalist or something got fucking murdered or something. Relating a couple of our stories, I saw, uh, or I read a blurb about an article that was talking about several members of the U.S. Olympic team being caught in a brothel. Uh, I believe that. Mm-hmm. They have some serious brothels in fucking Brazil. Like they're known, they live, they love booties, so they're like brothel people there. John Big Boutte. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. John Big um. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I hope that they hope some more murders happen or something. I'm really hoping this. I really want this 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 Olympics to be a huge flop. I'm really. Oh, I'm sure that. it will be. Because <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Did you know the Olympic torch was stolen, right? What? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, people from the crowd ran up to it and took it. Oh, God. Uh, you know, as on when they pass it between, like, 100 people running through the streets. I saw, I did see a little thing where one guy, like, or woman, or I don't know what, who it was, but she, she dropped it or something? I don't know. She fell in front of a car. That's right. But but this was a separate incident. <laughs> and then I saw another one where a guy ran up to them with a fire extinguisher oh, and tried to put it out. Yeah. <laughs> and the cops were like tackling him or something. Yeah. <laughs> like It's like Jesus, man, what the hell's going on over there? I feel like I don't want to get copied tackled by the uh Brazilian police department though. I feel like that's like a death sentence right there. You probably don't want to get tackled by any police department <laughs> or anyone. That's true. I definitely don't want to. Michael may be okay, but I don't want to get tackled by anybody. Just tuck and roll. Fucking disappear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I don't think our police a, department is known for disappearing people, James. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon? Oh, man. I got um, it. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. 
so that's it. That's all I want to talk about uh, regarding the Olympics. You guys want to say anything else? No. I'm just going to mention we're two hours in and about halfway through uh, what we want to talk about. So thanks for staying with us. Let's, uh, yeah. Okay. I just want to mention real quick in our Stranger Danger segment, there was a vulnerability reported in the LastPass plugin for Firefox. Uh, it was, but it's only it's only if you go to a malicious website, you know. Basically, they'd have to you'd have to go to a phishing website for it to be taken advantage of. They've already updated the the plugin to the late you know to fix this. So Firefox will normally auto update the the LastPass plugin or any any not plugins but the add-ons. So. <clears throat> Um, but you, if you want, you can just go to LastPass's website and just click, you know, install, and it'll just install the latest version. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Um, if you, it turns out though, it's only affects version four point whatever. So if you're still on version three point whatever, then it doesn't affect you. Um, four point whatever, they change the UI of the plugin a lot. I'm not sure I like it, but it's okay. So it's what I've been using. Is it significant? Does it function way differently now, or just looks stupid? No, it just looks a little different. Mm. I'm just, I guess I'm just used to the old one, but it's fine. You know, it does the same thing. So I've been using it for a few months now, and it's it's fine. Um, Audible. Now Before, I don't really have anything for Audible. Uh, I want to say something. James or Evan? I want to say something. Please, please, please. Before we move on. Don't. No, I'm kidding. No, go ahead. So I don't have an article for this, but um, under Stranger Danger and our our security section, Mm -hmm. I heard mention of uh, news that came out of Black Hat that the supposedly more secure chip and pin system Mm -hmm. uh, is very easily cracked. (laughs) Oh, really? Like what, like cat cards or... No, like credit cards. Oh, okay. So I, I've i never, none of, I have a debit card, but it does not have a chip. And the cards that I have with chips I are not debit cards. So I've never so used. So you don't use them with a pin. Right. Right. But I know you can, and they do that all the time in um, in Europe. It's like the most common thing. The whole, like, you, I don't know if you can even swipe anything anymore. It's all chip and pin. Um, yeah, but for the the chip and signature, uh, I don't know if that's inadvertently more secure because it's dumber. Uh, but I, I just heard that that it's uh, that you know chip and pin is uh, crackable. Okay, well we'll have to uh, we'll have to find a link to that and put that in the show notes. Yeah, we'll um, be at Black Hat next year. Oh yeah, definitely. Or either, whenever either the Black Hat or Defcon. Um, I think they sh- they shared really? this time. Hmm. I think. There's another thing I heard about. It came out of one of those. I don't know which one. Key Sniffer. If you go to keysniffer.net, I put a link in the show notes. So, this is a vulnerability that affects uh, many different wireless keyboards. So basically, all these they list the different manufacturers that are vulner- vulnerable to this, 
Now, we might have actually mentioned this a while ago, but this is kind of like they finally formalized it and came out with it, and you can download a thing and actually do this, you know, exploit this very easily. Um, so basically, you can intercept keystrokes that are being sent over the air from one of these vulnerable keyboards. I like it. Or you can insert your own keystrokes. Um, now, they said Logitech is not affected. So, Excellent. As far as I know, Logitech is probably the more popular brand of wireless keyboards. Yeah, Microsoft has um, at least a couple of items in their selection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, it does, now this does not affect any Bluetooth keyboards. This is only keyboards that come with their own non-Bluetooth dongle. And normally they operate in the 2.4 gigahertz range, which is funny because that's what Bluetooth operates in. But they list some of the manufacturers, and some of them I didn't even know these companies made keyboards, you know, wireless keyboards. But, you know, they must, it's like companies like, it's like GE, you know, like they make everything. Oh, yeah. They're listed in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty you know? sure they have that, or they have some, uh, that and like an HP version at Walmart. Right, exactly. Like like uh Dell has a lot of wireless keyboards, but they're actually made by Logitech, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so they list a few different brands and they say that uh so the the brands include Anchor, never heard of them, Eagle Tech, never heard of them, General Electric, HP, Insignia which is Best Buy's brand, as far as I know. James, wake up. I'm awake. Okay. Anchor is very popular on Amazon for making inexpensive peripherals. Hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Kensington, which I was kind of surprised to see. They're almost as popular as Logitech. Radio Shack. <laughs> guess Radio Shack's not a thing anymore, right? They still have a website. Okay. And then And then Toshiba. Where you would even get a Radio Shack or Toshiba wireless keyboard is beyond me. Um, but there you go. So, <clears throat> you go to this website. They tell you all about it. And, yeah. So, don't don't use one of these vulnerable keyboards because someone can intercept your traffic. Um, if you use Logitech, though, you're good. James, you're doing it again. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're doing it again, man. Sit up. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're in there on my bed, but uh... <laughs> that's where I am. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, moral of the story is don't use one of those wireless keyboards. But again, if you use Bluetooth, you're fine. Nothing to worry about. Uh, okay. So I have a wireless, like a Logitech K440 or something like that. Mm-hmm. The keyboard and touchpad one. You're good. Um, I think it does. It use, I guess, are Logitech's unified receivers? Are they all Bluetooth? They are not. I think they are, yeah. I, well, I don't know what they are. I don't. They don't. They never call them Bluetooth themselves. Okay. Um, but according to this thing, they're not vulnerable. Okay. So, cool. So it should be fine. 
Um, at work, we have some kind of crazy keyboard. I think I sent you guys the link a long time ago because we were having problems with the keyboard, like working across from a, across a conference room. Mm-hmm. So we bought this crazy keyboard and mouse combo for like two hundred or three hundred dollars. Gyro. It's not gyro actually. Gyro. <laughs> um, um, I thought about those, but this one is a different company. I don't remember what they're called now, but it was literally two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars for the keyboard and mouse. Um, I know the the keyboard says it works up to a hundred feet. The mouse claims to work fifty feet, and then there's a third thing you can get. You can get a wireless presenter thing. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to work up to 100 feet also, but we didn't get that. That claims it has AES encryption. What? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, but to, to activate it, you have to change the channel. So, like, if you just plug everything in and expect it to work, it'll work. But it's, like, on channel zero or something. And they're like, yeah, that's not encrypted. So they say, hold down the, the whatever button and count to five or something, and it'll blink, blink, blink. And then you can repair the keyboard or whatever, and then now it's encrypted, you know, something like that. So weird. So, of course, I did that because I didn't want to be, like, held responsible for secrets getting out or something at some point. Um, Even though there's no real secrets at NOAA because, you know, everything we do is public, pretty much. (laughs) As far as everyone knows. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, so... Just uh, it just reminded me of that keyboard, um, which I haven't even seen in forever because it's upstairs in a conference room that I don't go into often. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywho, all right, James, you got anything for us for Audible? You've been reading anything? Um, yeah. Uh, anything good? Yeah, the libertarian. <laughs> it's all shit. The tales of the libertarian. Uh, um, oh yeah. Conservator. Um, That's right. A Learning Experience, book one? Yeah, Learning Experience, book one. Hard Lessons, book two. Hard Lessons, uh, A Learning Experience, book two. That's the second book. It's called Hard mm-hmm. Lessons um, by Christopher G. Christopher Nuttall. It's pretty good. Uh, honestly, it's the, the I told you guys about this already. It's the main character is a libertarian, and the book is just a libertarian's fucking paradise on the moon. It's pretty good. Honestly, it's a great book. Um, when you were describing the the aliens, yeah, you're like they kidnap someone, but it turns out they're really dumb. Well, yeah, the, the aliens are idiots. Basically, the aliens are like they were a Bronze Age society, and someone found them, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you guys should be in space," and they're like, "Yes," <laughs> you know. Ooh, so they so they got into space, and they were able to buy steel and whatever the spaceships and stuff to do stuff. And they 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 hire themselves out as mercenaries and everything like that, but they're really just idiots. They're really bad. At, they're they're bad at technology, and they don't believe in technical anything. But yeah. the the Earth Society took all their hostages in, all the alien hostages in, and like changed their mind and made them like libertarian people. Also, <laughs> it's just fucking crazy. But it's a good. It's a really good. It's well written. It's good. I mean, Christopher Nuttall. Is uh, I've read a bunch of books by him. Uh, As I saw here, he has a, another another thing called the Empire's Core. Yeah, Empire's Core. I've read about four or five books in the Empire's Core. There's at least twelve of those. Um, I did not finish that series because that series jumps all around and basically in the entire world, the universe of the Empire's Core. But it's a good book. 
Um, it's a good series. Uh, and if you... uh, Evan, I was thinking of that too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, James. I, I I put a link in the uh, in the chat there. Oh, okay. I was getting to, when you were talking about the stupid aliens who came by technology. It reminded me of a Star Trek episode, and I had to look up the race. They're called the Packleds. Yeah, the Packleds. They kidnap Jordy. They kidnap Jordy, and they're like, "Fix this. We are smart." Yeah, they're like, "Make it go." Yeah. <laughs> oh, You're like, like they all seem like slow. Yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> That's horrible. Honestly, it's a terrible episode, but yeah, it, it reminded me of that with your description. Funny. <laughs> yeah. It is funny. Well, these these aliens are basically like that. I mean, they're pretty. They don't know they're they don't know they're dumb though. They think they're they think they're really smart. They think that they're shit. So, yeah. Um, That's funny. But it's 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 actually a really good series. So it's kind of uh, it deals with the it, it's in a, in a a libertarian experiment in space. But it could it doesn't have to be in space. It could be anywhere. Um, but it teaches you all about that that. Uh, political system and along with being in space and the space, the dramas that space maintain. But, uh, this, this, I hate to keep going back to libertarianism, but that's really what, at this first stage of this book series, it's about this guy trying to start this new government and on the moon and all the drama he has to go through to do it. So, um, it's pretty good though. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, how many hours is it? Uh, it's really short, actually. I think it's like seven hours and six hours or something like that. Okay. Twelve hours. Oh, there you go. Twelve. Twelve and eleven? Is that what it is, Michael? Twelve hours and five minutes. Yeah, so I think one of them is twelve and one of them is eleven. Oh, the second book, yeah, is eleven hours and fifty-six it's minutes. And eleven, there you go. Um, well, they're twelve, and 12. 12 hours and five or eleven and fifty-six? Yeah, so 12, we'll say twelve <laughs> hours. They're both twelve hours each. But yeah. um, it's good. Not bad. It's good. It's not, not, not bad. bad. And, and the thing is... Unlike a lot of series, when you have oh, great, I just accidentally downloaded that. No, stop that. Um, <laughs> um, a lot of series, you have like they talk you through every detail of every possible thing. There's at one point you're listening, and it's like clearly like two months later, you know. And they don't they don't ever allude to that happening, but it happened. Like they went from like, oh, we just got on the spaceship. What do we do? Let's start our own society. How do we do it? Well, this, that, and the other thing. And then like you you like it's like chapter three. Or chapter eight, it's like so the moon base is done. You know what I mean? It's like you know, but that's that's a, that's, a, that's a good a good thing because you don't want a book that sits there and fucking mills spends this whole time like milling around in this fucking weird universe they created, and you know sometimes you don't care about all the bullshit. Yeah. So you cut out there for a second, but you're good now. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you don't care about the bullshit though. So that was that. Uh, that was good. Um. That's uh, I just finished Secrets of Super Villainy um, by T by C T Phelps. I listened to that a while ago and the other books of that series a while ago. It's about a guy who desperately wants to be a supervillain and he tries to be a supervillain and he's like robbing banks and killing people and stuff and he's like, Yes, this life's awesome. But no matter what he does, he ends up doing good by accident. <laughs> um, it's actually pretty he good. He ends up doing good by accident. Yeah, it's actually pretty good, and there's a lot of threesomes and weird stuff in it. Um, hmm. Threesomes? Uh, threesomes, yeah. There's a fair amount of threesomes. Well, not threesomes, but there's a good a lot of mentions of threesomes. Um, so that's pretty good. And the thing is, the thing I think you guys would like about this is the bad guys are all crazy. So <laughs> the bad guy in the most recent one, The Secrets of Supervillainy, is President 
the president of the United States, who in their reality is President Omega. And he's like, he's like, I've outlawed the letter K. You know, I mean, he's like, it's like stuff. He does stuff. You're like, why is it? Because he's crazy. Because he doesn't give a fuck. You know, so it's a lot of crazy, hilarious shenanigans in there. Um, nice. And I think a lot of the main characters are crazy, which makes them funny. And they say crazy stuff at the wrong time, but it's funny. So I think it's a good book for if you're looking for like an off the offbeat, off the wall sort of series this is a good one um you super secret super super villainy you are hiv aladdin yeah that's right <laughs> hiv aladdin <laughs> oh my god um, so you have your gun you know it's, it's either set to aladdin or aladdin, or aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing i'm listening to right now is wraith deception i just started this it's called the wraith deception the janus group and uh, so far, I don't really know what it's about. I just started it, but it seems like the Janus Group is this group who hires who who makes uh, hired killers. And this kid has become he's been inducted into their hired killer hired killer program, but he doesn't know anything about it yet, and I don't know anything about it either. It's I'm in chapter four of that. It's pretty good though. Race Deception, and there's about five or six books in that series, so. Hmm. Very good, All thank right. you. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, okay. So next. next. So next we got sci fi. So I wanted to mention just really quickly an old T V show that I used to watch called Mantis. <laughs> And on this TV show, it was about this guy who was paralyzed, you know, some like scientist or doctor or something, some dude who wore a lab coat, basically, who was paralyzed from the waist down, but he made this suit, like this exoskeleton kind of suit thing that let him walk. But, you know, of course it was like all crazy. And so it, you know, he, he, he used it to fight crime at night. <laughs> And, uh, cause I guess that's what you do if you have one of these suits. I don't know. But, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting show. I liked it. Yeah. The, the main character's name is Dr. Miles Hawkins. So it was only on for a season or two. Um, there's only 22 episodes total. So not that much. I don't know if you can watch it anywhere online. It's a great show though. Mm-hmm. And that actor, I want to say I've seen him in other stuff, too. Um, Was it Mario Van Peebles? It's Carl Lumbly. Oh. I don't know that. But he was, apparently he was in Alias as Marcus Dixon, whoever that is. Um... He's in Jamie's favorite movie, Men of Honor. <laughs> and even recently he's been in some things like some, he's done some voice work for video games and he's been in other TV series, like some TV series called Zoo. Never heard Another of it. TV series called The Returned. He did a, he did a voice in Family Guy once. So he's doing stuff here and there, you know, he's doing some work. 
Good for him. Yep. So, hey, why not? Um, if you saw a picture of him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. You'd be like, okay. Carl Lumbly. But, yeah, it was a good show. You know, it was uh, mid-90s. You know, same time I was watching X-Files, probably. Um, Acapulco Heat. Jesus. Yeah. Blue? I never watched that. Okay. It's all about bike cops. Yeah. Maybe I caught an episode here or there, but I used to watch Viper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was just a long-ass ad for a Dodge Viper. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> it's just so crazy. I'm like, how is this a TV show? Even then, I was like, how is this a TV show? But, you know, whatever. It works. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like uh, it's kind of like Knight Rider, but the car was not sentient in Viper. Yeah. So that's Th- that's where Thunder that was. in Paradise, which we have talked about before, and <laughs> yeah, never saw that one. But yeah, these these classic ninety TV shows. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Mantis. Oh, Mantis is an acronym. I have no idea what it stands for. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, James, I think uh, you were telling us about some kind of new Batman thing? Oh, the killing joke. Um, the killing joke. Yeah. yeah, so I think, you know, people who know about this have been waiting for a long time for the killing joke to be made into an animated, uh, into a cartoon. Um, I think maybe the Batman, not, not I think, the Batman cartoons are pretty good the ones that the ones that they've made like after the fact like based on the, the graphic novels and stuff they're really good so the killing joke people were really excited when they made the killing joke and in the killing joke basically um the whole theory and spoilers ahead if you haven't seen the killing joke you haven't read it you haven't read the graphic novel which is about 30 pages long then i'm gonna spoil it for you okay so i'm gonna give you a few seconds to fast forward to the next part where evan's like making some weird noise he's gonna be like or something like that so when you hear that, that's how you know you're past the spoilers. So, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So, obviously all the spoiler people are gone, so let's talk about the killing joke. So, basically, the killing joke is is um, the final hurrah between uh, the Joker and Batman. And what the Joker does is he catches uh, Chief Gordon's daughter, who is... Batgirl, he catches her off guard and shoots her and paralyzes her. And if you watch some of the, uh, if you if you play some of the games Arkham Asylum or some of the new Batman games, she's paralyzed, and she's the girl inside the the clock tower or whatever, who you know who wants to be who wants to help him. She used to be Batgirl, but she can't be Batgirl anymore, obviously because she's she's paralyzed. Um, her love interest has always been. Um, Dick Grayson, who in who in her their timeline in that their universe has gone from being Robin to being the uh, Darkwing or whatever I can't Nightwing? Think Dark, Nightwing not Darkwing Darkwing's fucking Darkwing Duck Darkwing yeah, Duck exactly it was awesome but anyway yeah Nightwing so Dick Grayson has become Nightwing and he's in fucking Jobber City the next city over that no one cares about okay but that's always been her love interest. You know, while she was Batgirl and any other time. They're about the same age, everything. Batman in this 
timeline is probably in his 50s, and she's in her like tw- late 20s, early 30s. Um, and so is Dick Grayson. So people, when they said, we're going to make a Killing Joke movie, people were really excited because they wanted to be like, how can you make the Killing Joke? It's only 30 pages long. You know, it's, it's not, how can you make this into an hour and a half, two hour film? So they did it, and the way they did it was they made it, they basically totally rewrote um, Gordon, uh, the, the Batgirl's character. Basically, she's always, she becomes Batgirl because she like wants to fight crime and everything else, and she wants to assist Batman uh, in doing it. So that's how she becomes Batgirl regularly. In this thing, they totally rewrote her character, and they're like, yeah, she becomes Batgirl because she's obsessed with Batman sexually, and she wants his bat, she wants his batarang inside her bat holster. Okay, <laughs> so she's a, she's sexually obsessed with Batman, so she decides this is the best way to do it, and they basically turned her character into this really horrible character, um, and. At some point before the killing joke, actually the meat of the killing joke takes place, she disrobes as, um, yeah, she disrobes as she corners Batman, straddles him, disrobes, shows him that she's fucking the chief's daughter, and has sex with him on in the movie. And they don't show it, but they show her taking her top off and everything else, and then just her bra, and the camera pans up, and the assumption is they had sex. Right, it's kind of laid out there like they had sex. That's wrong in a lot of ways. Number one, because Batman and his relationship with Batgirl has always been a relationship of like father daughter, you know, and mentor um, and student teacher student. It's always been that kind of relationship, and she's always been involved with Dick Grayson in some way. It's kind of odd they would do this, but I think they tried to build this artificial tension between the characters and give Batman a reason for caring about the bad thing that's going to happen to her. Um, but they didn't have to do that. Like, he cares because he's Batman. So they could have just been honored, honored the story and everything else, but instead they try to do this crazy thing. Um, it's pretty upsetting to me as a Batman fan, as a fan of The Killing Joke. Um, you know, it's pretty upsetting. So, I don't know. Go, you know, some people say just fast forward to the part where The Killing Joke is and then watch from there and you'll, you'll, you'll like be pretty pleased. Because I mean, the guy who plays the guy who plays the Joker is fucking none other than uh, the guy who does the best Joker voice ever, Mark Hamill. Uh, Mark Hamill, and he's doing it. He's fucking being great at it. You know, he's doing his thing, and he's fucking being a miracle worker. So it's it's good. It's well acted. It's well directed. Everything's great. Um, it's just this beginning part where they make this artificial tension, and it's like, okay, so Chief Chief Gordon is plays that has a pivotal character, a pivotal part in the killing joke. And so now this whole other drama is like, oh yeah, you fucked my daughter. You know, this whole other thing is happening that doesn't need to be happening. It's just really dumb. And the funny thing is at Comic-Con, they said, they said, oh, we feel like we made her character more of a female character and we made her character stand out more and made her, made her more, more independent. And, Someone yelled from the back. Someone's like, yeah, she's independent, um, except that she just wants fucking to be on, like, somebody's dick. Like, he just yells out, like, she wants to be on fucking Bruce and and, uh, the Joker's dick, you know? And so the guy who wrote the thing, who's sitting on the stage, he's like, what'd you say, pussy? And I was just like, (laughs) what? (laughs) 
<laughs> so I was like, what? This is crazy. You know? Because they know they're wrong. Like, they know what they did was wrong. They know they butchered a fucking a great um, animation masterpiece, and they really fucked it up. And now they're defensive about it. You know, it's very upsetting, but whatever. It is what it is. So, I have a question. Uh, yeah. Do you know when it was originally uh, written, the graphic I novel? No I have no idea. It's been around for a while, though. Okay. It's been uh, I would also days. like to comment that I did a quick search, and there is apparently already a triple X parody of Batman the Killing Joke. Oh, God. Well, let's take a look. <laughs> let's go to the file footage. <laughs> By the way... Totally unrelated. I watched. Uh, I saw Suicide Squad this weekend. Okay, uh, good. It was, pretty, it was pretty good. Okay, I liked it. If anyone hasn't seen it, um, I know people are talking shit about it. I know people don't like it. Um, I, I went in knowing nothing about the Suicide Squad in the comics, so that excuse me, that might have made me more accepting of what I was going to see or not. But I liked it. I thought it was good. It, it delivers on everything it, on all the notes. It hits all the beats. Um, the, the bad guy was a little dumb, but I really, I, I really didn't expect a lot because I, I've kind of gone into this knowing that the Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad characters are all like in the, in the comic book world, they're second stringers or third stringers. You know, it's not even a major comic book in the comic book world. You know, it's like a distraction from all the other DC main universe DC shit that's happening. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like in the Marvel universe, like the new Avengers. You know, it's like nobody cares about the kid Avengers. Like nobody gives a shit about that. And the same thing about Suicide Squad. So, as for of, as for Jared Leto, did he play the right amount of crazy, or was it overdone? I would love to see him as uh, doing more. Um, the thing is, you don't get that they don't give you enough of him for you to be like, I accept this guy or not. I will say this though, he owned the Joker in a way that. You know, we want to see, right? We want to see someone come in and do their own Joker. We don't want to see a rehash of Heath Ledger's Joker or a rehash of someone else's or uh, of uh, what's Jack, his Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's Joker. We want to see something new and special, and that's what he brought to the table. He brings a new and special Joker to the table, and I thought it was good. You know, I thought it, I thought it delivered. It hit all the notes, and I, I, I thought I thought he was a good Joker. But they didn't give us enough for us to say, "Oh yeah, okay." You know, but what he did do was was good. Good, thank you. Yeah. So when are we gonna get that porn going on? Uh, I'm waiting until we stop this to download it, so I don't. Uh, interfere with the recording. Excellent. But just just for review purposes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, uh, report back uh, <clears throat> next week. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, come on, man. Come on, man. So, hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. How's the air up there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm talking about the Kevin Bacon movie. Is that a Kevin Bacon movie? Or is it, his, is it Emilio Estevez? <laughs> I don't know. I never saw it. Oh, boy. Another another 90s great. Yeah, right. That's right. 
was like, it's it's with black people or something, right? It's, it's about basketball, Mike. Yes. No, but it's about basketball like somewhere crazy. In Africa. With one convenient locations. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. And it's with Kevin Bacon. You're right. You're right. <laughs> well, anyway, what I just wanted to mention was Steam is having a sale this weekend. I don't know if it's going to go on tomorrow or anything, but uh, maybe it'll be till noon or something. I don't know. They're having a sale. Uh, I guess it's in honor of QuakeCon. Mm-hmm. So they have a bunch of ID software on sale, which is now Id. owned by Bethesda. Id. Id, whatever. Counterpart to Ego. Neck. NEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I said ID. Lucky Gold Star? <laughs> yeah, Lucky Gold Star, exactly. Oh, no, Living Good. That's LG. Life's now. good. Life's good, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but they, they are having a sale on, uh, you know, Classic Quake and Quake 2, and you can buy a bundle that comes with everything for, like, 15 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. So they have, you know, they have Wolfenstein, they have this, they have that, they have all kinds of stuff Tons there. Of Fallout so. games. The new Fallout game is pretty cheap up there. Yeah, they have Fallout New Vegas. They have, you know, the uh, the past Fallouts before that. You know, I'm so they sure. got everything up there. I saw the new Doom for thirty bucks. Yep. So it's yeah, the new Doom that just came out what a month ago or something, or probably like three months ago. It's uh, so that's thirty bucks instead of sixty bucks. So that's kind of nice. There's, there's nothing up there that makes you be like, oh, shit, son. Yes. No, I was eyeing that, that new Doom, but I think I'm going to ha- hold off. Yeah. Especially since it's me, you know, and I'm not going to play yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw well, it and I was like, Didn't, nah, didn't you buy a Call of Duty Creator's Edition or something for like $85? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh my God. Whatever it was. It's like Call of Duty Black Ops 2 Johnson Edition or something, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it was. But that was. I'm sure that was a couple of years ago. James James played it. <laughs> at my house, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, just thought I'd mention that. I did post it on Facebook uh, today, just in case any of my friends, uh, you know, who don't listen to the podcast, uh, <laughs> or, you know, by the time the podcast is posted... I'm sure the sale will be over, so. Perhaps. Just wanted to mention that. Uh, James, you were going to tell us about, uh, there was some new update for a game that just yeah, came out? I don't really care about it. Um, it it's uh, No Man's <laughs> Sky. I, I, I'm going to hold judgment because I haven't played it. I'm, I'm tempted to buy the game, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's a single-player game and no, not really any multiplayer aspect to it. So, I don't know. We'll see. But um, there's a huge patch, and the patch basically changes the game completely. Um, so they found tons of vulnerabilities and this, that, and the other thing, and they've, they've adjusted the economy, and they've, cha- they've changed a ton, a shit ton of stuff. From the top to the bottom, they've changed a bunch of stuff. Um, I will find the notes. I'll, put, I'll find the, the, the change log and put it in the show notes for you guys to look at. If you play No Man's Sky, you probably already know about it. If you haven't played No Man's Sky, you might find this interesting. It might make you want to go and get the game if you think that's the type of game you want to play and you're on the fence. Um, because they've done a lot of work to the game, and they put that. They call this a minor. I mean, it's a major update, but it's like, a one, it's like 1. 1.03 
And every game I've ever played that has an update this big with this much stuff in it, it'd be like a 2.0 type patch or like a point, you know, whatever point, whatever. Like it wouldn't be like a 03, you know, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd yeah. be a major, major milestone patch. So kind of big patch, kind of big deal. Um, I'll put notes. I'll find it and put it in the show notes. So you guys can check it out. Um, but yeah, that's really it. That's all I had to say about that. Consider it done. All right. So, Evan, I know there's nothing listed here, but uh, just thought I'd check in. Yep, still fat. <laughs> how's the uh, How's the health club? Uh, I assume it's still standing. I wouldn't know. What's the health club? When's the last time you 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 graced them with your presence? I'd have to look at that spreadsheet. That has pr- it's probably been two months. Any idea if your your beloved machine is? I assume it's still in the last place I found it, which could be a uh, very incorrect assumption. Hmm. But they, you know, they moved it around a couple times, tried to trick me. Right. The place where they last left it seems to be the most appropriate location for it to stay. In a corner, abandoned. (laughs) It is basically in a corner, almost abandoned. Yes. All right. Very. It was very out of the way. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we'll check in next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I just want to mention something really quick. Uh, so, we talked about a search engine not too long ago in the show called Shodan. There's another one that's similar. Now, a new one called... I don't know how you pronounce it. Census, maybe? Yeah. Um, C-E-N-S-Y-S. And I put a link in the show notes. And it can it does the same kind of thing. It can, it can search for and find open things on the internet. So it looks it looks pretty interesting. I, I like had to a play on to, words. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a chance to play with it uh, yet. But it does look pretty interesting it's c-e-n-s-y-s dot i-o that's the website what is it what does this one find again now it says census is the search engine that allows computer scientists to ask questions about the devices and networks that compose the internet driven by internet wide scanning census lets researchers find specific hosts and create aggregate reports on how devices, websites, and certificates are configured and deployed. So that's a fancy way to say it's, a it's like Shodan. Wireshark. Yeah. Yeah, but it sounds just like Shodan. Yeah. Is it sounds it like they're mapping. They're mapping the internet. Um. Is it different than why? Shodan? <laughs> why? Ah, uh, it looks different. I don't know. I'll let James. I'll 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 give you some homework. You take a look at it this week, and you report back. Okay, I will do. See what the difference is. Is thirty percent of your grade? Yes. I don't remember. I'm. I'll give you a demerit. Oh boy. <laughs> the whole boy. Oh, season one ZMap. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes, it's running something homework. called. It's running something called ZMap, whatever that is. So I don't know. It's in a ZMap is in uh, ZMap is part of um, 
what's it called? It what's that thing called that I was that all hackers? Star use? Citizen? No, no, no. Oh. Shodan? <laughs> no, not Shodan. The thing that hackers use. Um, the thing that we completely abandoned. No, the OS. Backtrack. The OS. Backtrack, yeah, backtrack and Cali backtrack Linux. Linux. Cali, is, that's what it is. Cali, Cali Linux and yeah, Metasploit and all that is in Cali Linux. Yeah. Okay. I'll look into it this week and see. Maybe it's worth picking up an account. Evan, I saw you yep. put this link to this uh, article that talks about these AT and T ads from the nineties. Yeah. I didn't actually read the article. I just watched the YouTube video that's embedded in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a series of AT&T television ads from 1993 that like predict the way we do things today. Um, I guess the technology has been around that long. It just hasn't been so prevalent. But they like reading books online, quote unquote online. It looks more like microfilm, but I'm sure they used a someone sitting in front of a microfilm device, and they're like, "Oh, you'll be able to do this online with AT&T." But yeah. there's also stuff like Skype and GPS and teleworking on a tablet from the beach and buying mm-hmm. movie tickets and concert tickets from a machine. So, you know, it was like 23 years ago. And it's all true. Yep. I, uh, it's funny. I don't, I guess we never talked about these ads here on the podcast, but I actually, I actually remember these ads from when I was a kid. And uh, maybe earlier this year or last year, I I sought them out and found them on YouTube. Nice. And I uh, yeah, I talked uh, with a couple people at work about them. And, yeah, uh, a couple of them seemed very very familiar. Yeah, and uh, they they even have one. So they have one where the guy they're like pay a toll without slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like boom, the guy just rolls by. Like yep, there you go. Yeah. So that there's a GPS one. Yeah. They have a GPS, you know display and everything in their car so that yeah. obviously we have the speed pass um, one was was mm-hmm. like super uh antiquated by today's oh, yeah. technology so the guy drives through the toll but then swipes a credit card in his car into yeah. something yeah there's a card reader in his car he's like it's like it's like upcoming toll you know on his thing he's like oh let's swipe my credit card yeah <laughs> and he just rolls through that's kind of funny but essentially now we just have you know um, what are they called? Easy Pass. Easy Pass, or the equivalent if you're into some some Smart flyover TV. state. No, um, <laughs> no other other states call it other things. You know, uh, like in Florida, I don't think they're called Easy Pass. You know, I think they're called something else. But okay. violent credit card taker money pass network. Yeah. Then uh, there was the other ad. Let's see, what's the other one? Oh, there's the one that's like you're like, oh, that's Netflix. Yes. Where these kids are like, yeah, put on the movie. And yep. they just select something, like, boop, and it just starts playing immediately. Like, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's basically Netflix or iTunes or anything else, you know? Yep. So, yeah, those ads are pretty cool. So, yeah, I would definitely. So, what's in those ads that hasn't come to pass yet? Uh, the only thing is. The medical thing, maybe? Um, I don't remember that, so possibly. But. And maybe it's just not in this country, but when the when the mom is like calling her kids on, you know, basically Skype, but it's from a payphone. It's you know you can do that on your cell phone, but not there are no no more payphones. Yeah, I mean that's you could just call that FaceTime or yeah. or the equivalent, you know, from your from your cell phone. Um, 
You know that's Dharma from Dharma and Greg. Was it? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's Jenna Elfman. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, that show. So, Michael, what, never what's saw the it. medical thing? So the medical thing is a guy rushes into the hospital with his wife, and I think I guess she's in labor or something. And the doctor's like, oh, give me, give me her medical card. And the guy pulls it out of his shirt pockets like here, and they pop it into something, and right away on their huge monitor, they have all the data and, you know, everything's right there, you know? So I know they're trying to do that. Like, I know Apple and I think Android also have something where you're supposed to be able to store all your medical stuff, like, in your phone or something. So I think they're working on that. But... Even if you can't store it in your phone... I think it'd be, I don't know if it's readily accessible, but like if you go to a new doctor, they have to like call up your old doctor and they fax them over your records. So stupid, yeah. Well, now, I think now, like, they're finally, like, doing something about that. Because the last couple times I've been to the doctor now, they've really been trying to, like, you know, you go there and you're, like, signing everything with a tablet and this and that. And, you know, so they're really trying to, like, I think drag that into the modern age well i mean that's just their own form of documentation but if you're say you're in another country or something and you need those records they can't get them like not probably not easily yeah they they can't get them they might as well be on mars it's like oh we gotta call who's your doctor what if what if you're incapacitated and you can't talk they have no way to connect your you to to the data over here in the u.s you know yeah it's coming that'll be interesting Michael, that, yeah. that's your homework. Design, build and design a prototype system for, uh, <laughs> and I will do my census census that homework, and you do your homework. <laughs> right, exactly. Someone, whoever builds that's going to be the next. Like whoever finds a way, it's not even that. Like like we see the thing is with all this stuff, it's not like they have systems. It's just adopting it. Yeah, it's just like it has to be adopted. It has to be something that's cool and easy to use, and every doctor can be like, oh yeah, this is simple. You know, and I don't feel like I'm losing my power by giving access. You know what I mean? And I'm not violating my doc, my patient's rights by putting this in a system. You know what I mean? Like maybe they have to have some kind of like dual authentication where the, where the doctor says, "Okay, Doctor Smith, yes, you can see Patient Smith's uh, paperwork," and Patient Smith on her phone gives a little buzz. Do you give Doctor Smith rights to see your paperwork? Dr. Jones is sending you the authentication. You say, okay, you put your fingerprint on a thing. It's like, yes, he's allowed. Bang. And then the information is just transferred. You know, who knows? Or maybe he's a, he's no. open. The whole, the, the fucking folder's opened up to this other doctor. Yeah. It would have to be, so the two-factor authentication would have to be something very um, different. Penal so, like, what if you're in a car crash and you don't have your phone to do that? But you have your medical record cards like in your pocket or some, for whatever reason, and they need to see it. I think they're the alternative to that would be like um, putting in a drop of your blood to prove it's you. Oh, that could work. What if you're a non-secretor? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So what if you're a Jehovah's Witness? Get out of here. <laughs> Then you're already dead. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. What if you're like, a, what if you're a Christian idiot? scientist? Like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> is that even a thing? This fucking yep. guy, a non-secretor. <laughs> <laughs> now, Evan knows what I'm talking about. I kind of do now. 
Sometimes, Michael, I tell you. No, uh, Evan and I were discussing that uh, earlier this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, little story. Mike sent me a link. He was like, secretors versus non-secretors. I read, I read for like 20 seconds, and I assumed it was having something to do with sweating a lot. <laughs> because it was unclear at the at the time, <laughs> so I was like, "So what is this?" He's like, "That's it." It's like, so it's not. It doesn't have to do with sweat. He's like, "Nah." <laughs> something about mosquitoes or or something. Oh, okay. Well, it's it. What it really means is so people, humans, maybe other animals too. I don't know. Can be a secretor or a non-secretor, and what that what that term means. Is like when you spit, let's say, or or your semen or whatever, mm-hmm. it contains your DNA. That's a secretor. If you're a non-secretor, when you spit or something, it does not have your DNA in it. How do you get to be a non-secretor? Is it possible for humans to be a non-secretor? Yes. 85% of humans are secretors, so the other ones are not. So if you're not, does that mean you're uh, reproductively sterile? No, no, no. It's just okay. It's just, just uh, you can do all the bad shit you want and never get caught by DNA. <laughs> no, apparently though, it also has to do with um, something to do with your immune system. Apparently, uh, non-secretors they wait for the whatever it's attacking to like infiltrate completely and then they attack it or something. So it's like apparently Surround those people get get angles. sicker more yeah. i don't know oh michael you've got to be a non-secreter then mm. i have no idea how do you i, I can't even find out my blood type i don't is know is there a test <laughs> <laughs> can, can i go to cvs and get some kind of a fucking gel pack i can stick up my asshole no you know what i'm gonna have to do i'm gonna and this is driving me nuts now that you know they used to have one every six months now they haven't had one for two years uh a blood drive at my job if you go give blood, you know, they like, you know, it's through like the American Red Cross or one of these organizations, right? Sure, yeah. And they, you get registered in their system, right? So then you can like, once everything's done, you can like go to their website and log in and look at your account and blah, 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 blah. And in there, they tell you all the information. They're like, oh, you're, you know, your blood type, blah, and this and that and whatever and blah, you know? So they tell you all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So the next time they come to my job and do a blood drive, it's like, I'll go and give blood. And there you go, right? But they haven't come in forever. Because they know you want it now. They know. Right. Crazy idea. Now they don't need blood. Yeah. Crazy idea. They're all stop me. Stop me if I'm wrong here. Uh, You can go to them. I know. I know. Okay. I've, I've looked into it briefly. Very briefly. All to find your own blood type. This is yes. This is just dumb. This is all to just to I find. Want to know I want too. I don't give a shit about giving blood. Dude, it's in paperwork somewhere. Look you want to know how records? It's in your medical records. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Let Do me, you have let my me medical pull out records? the card. Mine's O positive or something like that or whatever. Oh, either O negative or O positive. See, he doesn't even know. He has no idea. No, it's one of the O's. Oh no, the I don't good know. O or the bad O. Dude, they're all good. No, they're not. <laughs> it's not the useful one, though. It's not the use of the fucking hobo one. <laughs> it's not the one that people are like, if you have this, you're awesome. Like, you're, you're a fucking hero. You're not no, the universal not donor? No, it's not. It's like so fucking... is he the universal recipient? 
Probably not. Or no, he probably like, needs exactly the kind of blood he has. That's probably like AB negative or some shit. Or yeah, I don't no, know. I have, I have some jabroni blood. There's nothing special. <laughs> it's jabroni blood. It is jabroni blood. <laughs> I hate my blood. I hate Get my out. blood. As we watch him cut his wrists to rid himself of Jesus. his anger. Is it, uh, <laughs> are your blood cells shaped like footballs or whatever? <laughs> like, right. like your Like your eyes? <laughs> That's right. They're all shaped like footballs. <laughs> what did Michael? What is Michael? Uh, Michael talking about dovetail fucking bolts or whatever? <laughs> no, I was talking like about the, dovetail joints. Yeah, they're dove shaped like dovetail joints. <laughs> um. Oh man, that's yeah. good. That's you can good. find that. You can find that information. Just look online. I mean, I'm sure you can look on. Just Google it. Just Google <laughs> Michael Blower's blood type. Yeah. Ask your dentist, dude. Ask your dentist. Your dentist Ask my probably. dentist? Yeah, they have to deal with your fucking head and shit. They probably know your blood types. <laughs> Where are we going with this? I don't know, man. Dude, why would the dentist, why would Dr. Lee know my blood your type, dentist James? Dentist probably like, this guy's a big-ass head, yo. What's his blood type? Just like your, your blood sack <laughs> is in your head. It all comes from it. If a dentist deals with your head, exactly. they know. Exactly. Your yeah. blood sack? Your blood sack. <laughs> it's like your venom sack? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, your ink pouch. Uh. <laughs> it's right uh. below your duodenum. Oh. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, your ink pouch. I love that. <laughs> Salt awesome. water and freshwater stomachs. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh. Exactly. Oh, man. I think we should end on a high note, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. As always, check us out at iopanelpodcast.com or iopanel.tech, T-E-C-H. On Facebook, iopanelpodcast. Uh, there's a slash in there somewhere, probably between the I and the O. Send us feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Um, that has never been used, by the way, because no one sends anything. It's okay. Twitter.com slash iopanelpodcast. Um, YouTube.com slash iopanelpodcast. Send us an email, okay? It'll make Evan happy. And in the email, the email shall be... The subject line of the email will be, My ink pouch is... And the body should be, Where the location of your ideal ink pouch is. The winner of next week's ink pouch contest will receive... Uh, a pair of uh, a, a cheap Chinese knockoff of Mont Blanc pins that I shall buy for no more than five dollars and ninety nine cents. This is those. a real contest. I will really buy a five dollar ninety nine cent pair of Mont Blanc knockoffs for the winner of this contest. So please submit an email to the aforementioned email address about your ink pouch. Here's I the catch. Myself, go back and listen to the uh, what I said again. Yes. Here's the catch. It has to be ex- uh, expelled from a currently present orifice. Ugh. Yes. Choose wisely. There you go. And let's hear your reasoning. We want yes. reasoning. We will read them all out on the web. Please get your reasoning. Ask your friends if they want these nice five dollar ninety nine cent pins. We'll hook you up. Okay. You can't buy these in stores, guys. You can't. You can only buy them in large batches on Alibaba.com. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Let's get involved here, guys. Come on, be team players. Tell your friends. Let's let's have this creative writing contest where you tell us where this uh, where your ink sack would be, and yes, how it would be used and the orifice it comes out of. All of these things in this ever-growing contest that I'm making up on the fly. It's a real contest, though. This is real. It is. We have a, a verbal agreement. Yes. Yep. With All ourselves. Right. <laughs> yes. So, we're out of here. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Our lips, they tasted like those cigarettes Staring at the moon We'd go to bed in my arms You're safe and sound Without a thread And I can't wait to see What happens next How far can we get If we sail A little bit high A little bit low How far can we get If we sail
still be a little bit high, a little. 